everyone, and welcome to Wide Open Fan Fuel. This is tonight's edition of Fan Fuel Motorsports Podcast, the podcast where fans fuel talk about motorsport. And tonight, it's all about you guys. We're going to get into some stuff really quickly about the Bristol Dirt Race, about this weekend, and then we're going to just let you guys hop on with us and do whatever you want with the show. We got a time limit of like four to six hours. I'm honestly not sure, but we'll find out together. But as always, I want to welcome them in, all of my co-hosts, because we got a full crew here tonight. So Colton Cranmore from Cheyenne, Wyoming, Nathan Ball from Clearwater, Florida, and some guy from somewhere in Pennsylvania. What up? What's going on, Jared? How you been? Oh, I've been doing great. I've been living off. You have a good weekend or something? Rowdy energies and some crunchy cookies. What a great week. Absolutely. All decked out. So, um, I mean, let's go ahead and get started with with some Bristol talk here while I post everybody some links to get on. Uh, First up, I will say um, general rules of you probably know what you shouldn't be talking about on here. I'm going to post a link on Twitter and Facebook and in the comments to all of the live streams. Uh, Hop on on uh, on StreamYard, our streaming platform. All you need is a mic and a camera. does not matter if you're hooked up to a PC or your telephone. Uh, you can do it straight from your smartphone. And um, other than that, uh, it's wide open fan fuel. So while we do that, Jared, go ahead and tell us about uh, that surprise win you guys backed into on Sunday night. That was it was a great backed in win. I'm so glad that that actually happened, and I loved all the beef on Twitter that I kind of stirred up also on there. But overall, like he – in all reality, I know that everyone will use excuse whenever there's a backed and win, but he did have a pretty fast car in the third stage, and you could see it there. I honestly didn't think he was going to win as soon as Briscoe got past him on that last restart. I'm like, well, I guess it's going to be one of those two. And then those two, I was thinking with like about 10 laps ago, I'm like, they're going to wreck each other. Something's going to happen. They did wreck each other, but then I also realized we were like two, three seconds behind. So I'm like, Greg's going to get spun back around and end up winning this thing still. But Backed into a win. I got 60 cup wins in his career. I couldn't have been more happy. The streak's live. 18 straight years of Kyle Busch winning. So there are kids in high school right now that have never seen Kyle Busch not win a race. Wow. Put it into some perspective. I got to ask, though, uh, to the other two guys, um, which finish was better, this one or the Roval where Ryan Blaney won? Definitely. Oh, come on. I don't even know why you're asking. That's a biased question to ask, especially really when you biased. have a, you got a Ryan Blaney fan and a Kyle Busch fan. Like, come on now. Now, I will say this is the second backed-in win that Kyle Busch has had when the leaders wrecked each other because there was an incident at the hey, you don't clash. Sorry, I, I sorry I had to. So I got <laughs> to experience fun. I got to experience a road course backed-in win. So I've gotten to see that doesn't count because it's a exhibition race. So I'm not right. going to cap. I'm not going to categorize that as a backed and win just because it's an it's an exhibition race. But either way, I I thought it was a great weekend. I was I, my uh, happiness, angry, upset, disappointment was all over the place on Sunday for sure. I was upset with the track conditions at some points, and then I was upset with the rain delay. And I'm like, dude, let's just get this going. And then there was the rain, like that last rain caution. I'm like, Kyle Busch was catching Tyler Reddick there at the end. The rain comes out. I'm like, shoot, we're gonna lose it that way. And then I was thinking, like, man, we're going to restart and be stuck on the inside lane and suck. Because if you guys didn't notice, like, I feel like the guys who were on the outside definitely had a big advantage. I, I, even, oh, yeah. think, I even think Kyle said on the radio he's faster. I think it was on Radioactive. Did you guys watch the recent Radioactive? 
there's a <laughs> there's a comment. He's like, I'm faster than all these efforts, but we're stuck on lane choice. And he was basically he was on the yeah. bottom. And you saw the one time I think it was was it Austin Dillon that was in no Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain was in front of him and couldn't get going. And Kyle Busch went from like third all the way back to seventh, but ended up working his way back up. But I think one of the things I'd like to see since they're do, they, it is confirmed that Bristol Dirt will be back next year, I'd like to see a choose cone there next year. I think that'll make it a lot interesting and probably give some of the guys that are in the back that do have a faster car the advantage of being able to choose their preferred lane. Plus then you'll have the guys who go to the inside or the non-preferred lane, give them a chance. So I think that's something maybe we could look forward to next year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, while we're waiting for people to take the advantage of coming on with us tonight, um, I do want to go ahead and bring up something. I'm glad you brought the choose cone up because I think that this concept is 98% there. And I think the other 2% is what we're missing. Um, the choose cone was a big one for me because we do it everywhere else. What's the difference? I think it's because NASCAR, for some reason, do doesn't want to set themselves into a different category when they race that different category as far as running races, right? So, mm -hmm. oh my God, we can't we can't paint a, a definitive line. Okay, well, country, uh, all around the country, you've got guys that that literally put out a orange cone in the middle of the racetrack and then pull it back for mm -hmm. either the choose cone or, hey, don't pass below this cone on a restart in, in uh, an open-wheel uh, dirt racing as well. So I think that was one of the issues that I had. And I know, Colton, you had an issue with something about the race and its proceedings as well. But why don't you go ahead and bring that up? Uh, I had several issues with it. Um, I love that NASCAR is trying this, this whole dirt thing. Um, Alex, you said we're 98% there. I think we're like 30% there. I think we have cars on dirt with treaded tires and that's about it. Um, we still have an issue with windshields. We still have an issue with cars overheating, um, which can be worked out. That's not, that's something that within the next year or two, I do see, um, being fixed, but you got to take those windshields out. If you want to get the track tacky enough to put on a good dirt race. Um, you also have to find a way to, for the cars not to overheat. So you can keep the track tacky enough to put on a good dirt race. These things are also super fucking heavy. I mean, these are 3,000 pound stock cars. Um, the heaviest dirt car, I mean, is at most 1,500 to 2,000 pounds. Um, you know, they're, I mean, we're not pushing the same weights that any of these other cars that normally race on dirt will. Um, another one of my issues is the length of the race. We are super fucking long races, right? And I praised it last week. However, this is probably not one that we need to be doing super long races at because the track isn't the same as running an asphalt track. The track changes so much in a dirt, uh, in a dirt race. Whereas an asphalt, oh, you can grow up no, and grow all you want. I like the dirt wrong. race. I wish it was the all-star race and a hundred laps less and not if a If it was an all-star race, race no. if it was an all-star race and a hundred laps less, I'm good. But taking away a hundred laps from this race is dumb because of and exactly move, what you said. Then move the clash because... to the fence race. And make the clash 500 fucking laps. I don't care. I don't. If we do that, what? I don't care either. Because at this point, you know what? I mean, I don't see what the difference is. Because you're talking about a place where we eliminated guys. We didn't eliminate guys. Everybody was on track. And the fact that the track changes in dirt is half of the right the, with these heavy ass stuff. The we can't get a tacky enough track right now 
to put on a good race to keep no 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 no. Do not say yeah. that unless you watch Friday's race or Saturday night's race with the trucks. That race oh, was phenomenal. The one that was a hundred laps less. You want to know why that was different? Is because oh. they had they had oh. cars on track and they didn't have rain. Don't sell me anything that you don't know what you're talking about. I told you in the group chat I was going to call you out because you don't know what you were talking about. I, I said, you, you can ask Cody Powers that I told him in our other chat that they should have sent out cars on Saturday and Sunday before the race to dust off that bullshit so they didn't have the grill problem. Part of the problem is the track wasn't even ran on on Sunday, and so they didn't even have time to get heat cycles in it and whatnot to get that that dirt. And then obviously we had I don't know rain showers in the middle of it. You 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 get a dry day, you don't have the same issue. Um, that racetrack, the way they prepared it this weekend, was fifteen hundred times better than they did last year. I'm so happy with what I saw as someone who's been in a dirt background. I don't see why we can't do 250 laps. As long as we put a little bit of motion into that track before we start the race and we don't have rain showers, that track was amazing. It glossed over well and everything. 3,000-pound stock cars? Uh, No, but they did on Saturday, and it was perfect. And we did not have rain showers. And you can right. point the rain. No, That's no, fun. though it wasn't hundred laps less. I want you to, you know, I want you to think about it because we had four heat races of fifteen laps for two series as well. Okay, so, so then bring it back to my point of just run all the goddamn heats for the Cup Series on Sunday. Why? Why not? Think about. I'll tell you. Hey, all right, all right. About, hey, hey, hey. Hold hey, on. Hey. No, hold on, hold on. Let me do this math for Colton real quick, and then you can come. Two hundred and fifty laps. <laughs> all right. No rain. Yeah. Perfect race track, right? 150 laps plus 15 times 4 and 15 times 4. That's 60. That's 120 more laps. They're 20 laps shy. So what's the big if deal? On, on Sunday, if if they do it right, because why? They don't need the heat races, man. They had that on Saturday. They just need to dust off the track so that we don't it's have the heat races. It would be perfect to dust off the track. Don't. Why? You did that Saturday. You want you want fans to show up every you're single day. Because... Sun- you're gonna run cars on Sunday anyway to dust off the track. Just do the heat races. No, just have three hot no. laps and call it a day. Jay. Jared, go ahead. All right, here, here. I'm gonna. I'm kind of in the middle with both of you here. Here's what my perfect. Well, not perfect, but here's my opinion on what could, we could do here. All right, let's do all the heat races. Let's here, let's start this off. If we're making this a dirt event. Let's make this a dirt event. So let's start the show around 5, 6 o'clock. Single car qualifying to set the order here. Let's say we get 40 cars if, if we do this format. 40 cars. You'll have four heat races, 25 laps. That's 25 laps of race. So that's 100 laps of racing right there. You can award playoff points there for all the guys in those heat races. 150 lap feature, no stage breaks. Let them race. I'm Can fine with that. that. The fucking, what do you think, Colton? What do you think, Colton? The stage breaks is a huge one because I'm just not a fan of stage breaks anywhere. Okay, well, here's the thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm oh, stage, stage right here. How about this? 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 Here, let's let's just complete. Let's just make Sunday a huge dirty event. All right, let's run a cup and truck series feature. We'll just run dirt all day. Because Colton, how do you how do you prep a racetrack for three thousand pound race cars if you're gonna put more than 
300 laps on it because that's what you and Jared are talking about doing. How about this? We did 270 laps on Saturday. All we had to do to make sure that. How about this? Let's just have all the cup teams screw the next gen car, screw what car running. How about let's just all have them buy like dirt super late models, super dirt late. Models. If we're doing the prelude to the dream, then let's, let's just, just do that. This. Let's just do that. Let's That'd do be it. so much better. Let's, let's just do it. You all the sponsor, all the sponsorship money can go there. Teams will save money. Teams will all right, Nathan, what you got for us? Um, I'm a I'm, like I was all Alex until Jared had his proposal, so now I'm kind of split between Jared and Alex. Yes, I'm like I'm thinking, you guys, like, I like you the guys are just clowns because you know I'm right. Let's go. No, <laughs> what do I have no, to do I'm with right. this? I'm like in between with you. I'm not even disagreeing uh, with you. <laughs> that's fine. Listen, here's the thing. You guys are all wrong, so it doesn't matter. What's your what's your perfect you what's, your, what's your perfect event? I just I told my perfect Dude, event. Okay, what's your listen? Let's see. Okay. Either we make this the all-star race and and chop a hundred laps off of it, like you guys are talking about, and make it a non-points race. I'm fine with that. We only start 24 cars. But if it's going to be a points event, I think the way they did it is fine. They just need to dust the track off at like 4.30, come in, do opening ceremonies, and go racing at 5.30. Like, With the heat races. For me, it was too late of a night to start on a Sunday night. If it was Saturday at 7, I'm fine. Truck race day was amazing. We had four heat races for both series, and it was great. All they had to do, every truck team gets to dust off the track so that they don't have the overheating issues in heat one. That's that's all I'm asking. That's why I say we're 98% there, because this is what they want. This is what they're going to do. It doesn't matter that us purists don't want dirt racing in cup. We don't want it on a points event. If this is the way that they're going to do it, they're almost there. That stuff that you pointed out, Colton, with the no windshields, I don't even know why they didn't have that this year. They talked about that last year. I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't. I think we should just run the prelude to the dream. Just let them run super late. Yeah, I, just full I, send. That's a good idea. They have, teams have money. Just put all the sponsorship money for that car. You save a car. You save money doing it. Tell me you don't save money doing it. I really do. But does NASCAR save space, though? I really do appreciate that NASCAR is trying new things. And trying. Obviously, we can't go race it. Um, North Wilkesboro right now. We can't go race at Rockingham right now. There's a ton of short tracks that we can't go hit. So the whole more short tracks thing is kind of a pipe dream at this point. Um, it'll be a different story here in five to ten years. Um, but for right now, it is pretty hard to grab. And that has been the narrative over the last few years is more short tracks and emphasis on short tracks. However, I think I am in the majority of fans that I, I do appreciate that they're trying new things and trying to hype up races that were previously failing. However, dirt race, I don't know that I'm all in for, um, as well as taking away a Bristol date. Even though the attendance was horrible there, I think there are other things that could have been done to make maybe make that one a spring night race. Maybe I don't – there were other things that I would have liked to see before dirt. Okay, let me ask you, what, what would have saved that race? Because – I'm going to go out on a limb and say this, and I know it's probably not going to be a good thing for future reference, but SMI doesn't give a shit about competition. <laughs> they give a shit about selling tickets. Right. And what they did is marketed something that has worked just like they did the Roval and just like they are doing with the Atlanta repave. As much as purists hate all that stuff, they're selling more tickets because of it. What would you yes. have done to fix the spring Bristol race? Can I answer I would that? Have- how how about how about this how about we don't race bristol spring in march and april how about we move it to may because i think how many 
I don't know the complete statistics on this. How many rain delays or postponements have we had with Bristol Spring? Of the last six years, I think four or five of them. Now, see, if you're a ticket buyer and you know you know that weather is an issue in your area that time of year, like what? Why? What's? Why would you want right. to buy a ticket in advance when you're like, oh, it's going to end up getting moved to Monday? Right. It's the same. Like yeah. I don't go to my local yeah. track in April because I know that there's a huge chance it's going to get rained out. That like would be my first thing: is move it to the first weekend in May. Yeah, it's like or my birthday very, weekend would be perfect. Yeah, May, very May. last weekend in April when that rain window starts to chop up a little bit in Tennessee. Yeah. So what's interesting? I don't know if you guys know this. I know I've talked about it with other people, but for whatever reason, Bristol is in a temperate rainforest, and I did not know we had those. But apparently, they get a ridiculous amount of rain in that area. I don't know how they could have thought of putting a racetrack I mean, there. You know, I mean, it was like a couple years. Anyways, it was a couple years ago. It just got flooded. Like the parking yeah. lots were like literally. No, I think that was like, last year, wasn't it? Was that no, last, was year? last year? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? 2020. It was 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. Yeah. It was in the the documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I don't. That, that would have been the first thing. May. I would have done what you see Martinsville do now, and I understand they don't want to make it a night race to take away from the the summer night race, but that's still always going to be a big one. Just like um, when they moved the Pepsi 400 or the Coke Zero 400 tonight, it still didn't take away from the Daytona 500 just because it was kind of a big race. Um, I would have liked to see them knock 50 laps off and move it to a night race. Um, not run it on Easter Sunday. That kind of bothered me, but I don't think that had anything yeah. to do with anyone other than maybe fans who were staying super late at the race or people watching on TV that had to get up in the morning. Oh, here's here's a food for thought topic here. Jared, I got one question for you. How many rowdy energies do you have before you get on? Uh, I had two. I had two. I definitely had two today. Anyways, here, here's here, here's the topic <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to discuss with you guys here. So the ratings – Ratings just recently came out for the Bristol, and they said it was like the most watched Bristol event, like whether it was dirt or concrete, in the last like since like what 2016. Now, do you think that's because people were genuinely tuned in, or do you think it was because it was Easter and there was literally nothing else on TV? Because whenever whenever I was at work, like I was talking to some of the inmates in there, I wore my Kyle Busch hoodie, of course, to work on Monday, and they're like, "Yo, I watched that race," and I know, and they were like, "I never watched NASCAR, but that was like the only thing that was on." So that got me thinking, and I'm like, that's a good marketing strategy on their point to get viewers. But like, is that a good way to look at it? Because you're there's no one, like that's no one else is watching anything I, else. Do you get I, what I'm trying to say here? I yeah, don't know I think that's word, a good but. point because Easter is one of the least watched TV days of the year. So there's not a lot of programming. Um, same with like July Fourth. The July Fourth is the day that Americans watch the least amount of TV. That's why they're in shit on. Um, that is, that is a, a fairly big reason. I'm not I siding on anything. I just wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Yeah, I don't yeah have a side I, I'm kind of there. I mean, you look at – you can compare this with 1979 Daytona 500. People watched that race because they were snowed in and there was nothing else on. So, yeah. right. It's, it's a good thought. Like, I don't necessarily like being up until midnight on, like, Easter Monday, but – I mean, if 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 they if they can get something out of it, that's fine. Like, go ahead. I don't have a problem with it. But I do prefer Saturday night because I don't like to wake up on the wrong side of the bed on Monday. So you bring up an interesting point, uh, Jared. So here's the thing: um, we know that they hit that record for Spring Bristol. We know that the ratings were good, but are they taking the wrong thing away from it? Because 
when we talk about Bristol Dirt as being an attraction, that's for me to sell tickets, not necessarily to sell TV time. Um, I think that this is a missed opportunity for another racetrack because what do you want to showcase to a broader audience when no one's watching anything else on TV? Some shit you do once a year or your normal product? I mean, thoughts on that? I'm out of the conversation for a minute. <laughs> You're going to have to repeat the question. Yeah, well, I was kind of lost there for a second. I can give you, can give you off the cuff. I'm not going to lie. I completely was messaging some people to join the show, and it was not listening to you. Okay, so basically what I'm saying is do you think that this is the race, since we know the Easter ratings work, we know NASCAR is going to capitalize on that. Do you think this is the race to be putting that one on Easter? No. I mean, Ooh, I think we, we should like... be showcasing a regular product, not something you do once a year. If, if we are going to do a non-regular, what we would consider a normal NASCAR race, I think we put Talladega on Easter. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Cool. That okay. would be the one to draw the most people in. There ain't shit on TV. The dirt race is kind of a – it's an anomaly because a lot of these fans know this is the one dirt race a year. They set it a million times on the broadcast. Um, whereas Talladega, you can keep the only thing is they don't have lights, so it's kind of yeah. like I want you want to time it at a point where people are getting out of church, that's yeah. That's but like fair. they don't have lights, so it's probably gonna like it's, it's gonna be bad if you put it at like four o'clock on a Sunday. And we got TV money, we can put lights to Talladega and run 400 miles. I'm down for that, yeah. They go ahead, Jay. how come they haven't put them up yet? Like, we need money. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of what Jeff Gluck was talking about this week on the teardown. Did any of you guys listen to that this week? Uh, I subscribe to the athletic. I have not heard the podcast, but I okay. read his stuff. Okay, so here's what Jeff was talking about in the podcast. NASCAR claims they're a family sport, right? How many times have you heard that this this whole sport's like family and stuff, right? Is that a true yeah. is that a true statement? Yeah, I hear that. Time? Yeah. Okay, so what do we do? We take Easter weekend away from the families, we give them one week off during the season. That's kind of like where I'm at with that one. I'm like I get, I get all the rating stuff. I don't mind racing on Easter. I, I don't, I don't get, I don't, I really don't care what they do. Like do it, race wherever, race here, race there. But if we're going to go with the narrative that NASCAR is a family sport and we don't give them the family time that some of these crew members and stuff like probably should have throughout the season, because like, I get it. Like they all, they all have like good paying jobs and everything. And like, I get that's a lifestyle for some people. And I, I get all that. I under, completely understand. I'm not bashing anyone here. I'm just saying that if we're going to claim this as a big family sport here, and then we don't show that by like, you know, giving them Easter off or only giving them one week in the summer off. Like last year, it sucked for us as fans that they had two weeks off, but you saw how all the drivers, all the crew members were right. enjoying that time off in the summer. I think that was something cool that I wish we would have more, you know, more incorporated into this year. But I think if right. we're going to continue to race Bristol dirt on Easter, or any race on Easter, regardless of like what your religion is, whatever, all that stuff, all, all good there. I don't think we should like push this narrative that NASCAR <laughs> is a huge family sport when there's really no right. time for families on the weekends for these guys. Does that right. make, is that, is so, that a good, is that a fair statement? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So fair. I, I think, obviously, there's three days that I would not race on Sunday. That is Mother's Day, Father's Day, and Easter Sunday. I realize that your ratings are going to be up on Easter Sunday after what we saw, so we're not going to get that. But I don't mind racing those weekends because we do have such a long schedule. 
However, I do want to bring up that summer break again with next year having cup drivers driving a next-gen car at Le Mans and Le Mans having the weekend before of testing. I think if NASCAR doesn't put that two-week summer break for Le Mans every year from now for eternity, they're losing a lot of potential new excitement into the sport because we need to be sending our guys over there. And I know that's kind of off topic, but this is Fan Fuel, uh, and this is wide open Fan Fuel tonight. So uh, looks like we got our first taker. So uh, who do we got here, Colton? So this is my buddy Josh. He is hopping in. He is also from Cheyenne. Um, Josh, you working tonight? Can you hear us? I don't know that he can hear us. Yeah, I don't go until yeah. about 1.30 a.m. now. No, of course. Yeah, I can okay. hear you. Oh, no, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, we, we can got hear you. you. So, How's it going? You, yeah, what's up? First off, I'm about to kick you right out of the fucking stream because you're wearing your There's a bit of a delay Alex for me. Roman shirt. Oh, this is going to be fun with Jared, isn't it? I think it's funny. That's a shirt that Kyle Busch should have made. <laughs> what was that? He's having a hard time. Take off that fucking shirt. What? the Bowman? I'm keeping the Bowman shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a Kyle Busch shirt this weekend. All luck, no skill. Yeah. That was Kyle Busch this weekend, dude. That's not an Alex Bowman shirt. Hold on. Now. I got to figure out how to turn up the volume. It's super quiet for me. KFB is the new uh, backed-in winner. Take that, Bowman fan. Josh is a first-timer. <laughs> Normally, if y'all are watching, this is what we do behind the scenes right before we air as we get everything set up. Nice. This is real time. This is some key for, marriage shit. First-timer for what? For hopping on. <laughs> Podcasting's harder than you think, everyone who's watching. It's not as easy yeah. as you think it is. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Josh. So um, this is wide open fan fuel, and we're not all about motorsports tonight. So uh, is there anything that you want to get off your chest, uh, or do you just want to keep talking about Bristol Dirt? I think Jared's about four, or Josh is about forty seconds behind us. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. I wasn't, I couldn't figure it out at first, and now I, I realize it. Then do you just have all the bandwidth yeah, from Cheyenne right now? Is that what's going on, Colton? It's really behind for me on my phone. I don't know why. <laughs> Colton's talking about it. Josh, come over to the house. You can record in the living room. <laughs> I love this. I've never had this. <laughs> this is so funny. It's so far behind. All right. So, uh... I wasn't expecting technical difficulties because we have no problem with people on their phones. Um, my, I think we're going to take a rain check on Josh. Um, yeah, um, so uh, not he, wide a, open for him. He was about half throttle. He's a 550. He's a newer NASCAR fan, so he would have been a really good one to ask a lot of these questions to as far as um, what, you know, what he thinks of this and that and the other thing. Um, All right, so if you're watching, the links work. If I need to put them back in the in the uh, comment section, I'll do it again. We really want to get some people on here tonight, and um, that it, we'll have a lot of fun. Trust me. Um, so, with that being said, uh, one of the things that we posted about was um, a little bit not NASCAR related, uh, and that is Easter candy 
What is your guys' go-to Easter candy? If y'all say peeps, I'm going to leave this fucking stream. <laughs> well, you got to no, go with peeps, the chocolate bunny, man. Chocolate peeps bunny, is like. definitely what you do when uh, when you go to Walmart and they're less than 50 cents a peep. Like, I'll uh, eat them, box, but I prefer like chocolate bunny. Like the box of six. Yeah, yeah, I don't, man. I used to love peeps as a kid, but man, anymore, I can't eat them. They're way too sweet. They're just kind of gross. Um, I really like those marshmallow bunnies, though. They're like a little bit of marshmallow with like the chocolate all over it. Just those give me a straight good. milk chocolate bunny. Those like robin egg pieces of gum are super good. Um, other than that, I mean, the rest of them are just like bunny shaped fruit or like bunny shaped, you know, fruit flavored or bunny-shaped chocolate, or, you know, egg-shaped chocolate. It's all the same shit. Yeah, well, I mean, Reese's, but egg-shaped. I mean, Reese's is my favorite candy, so I'm just going to go with the egg-shaped Reese's. That is the go-to for me. Yeah, um, Go ahead. I got one. So my family and I always do this each year. We have uh, we have this little tray, and we make Jello, And we pour the Jello in, like normal Jello, but it's in little bean-sized things we call them jello beans has anyone ever heard of that before mm-hmm. I think we so. make that we make those every year for the family they're, they're my favorite absolute favorite i love that time of year making jello beans mm. hey and nate whenever you get to be 21 you know you could sometimes if you accidentally you know pour, you know yeah. take take yeah. some uh you know put a put a couple shot a couple uh things of vodka <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen? I mean, have, you, have you guys have you guys seen that video? It's whatever that that lady's cooking. It's like just a hint of vodka, and then she like pours like half the bottle. Not disrespect yeah. Martha Stewart with that lady. <laughs> that lady. Oh no! Yeah, two shots of vodka. Glug 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 glug. Nate, yeah, Nate, hey. if you ever get to be twenty one? Yeah, uh, yeah we'll be there in two there. years. You'll be twenty next month, Jesus. right? Yeah, yeah. Are all our birthdays in May? No, I'm mine's in, mine's on Sunday actually. Oh yeah, that's right. You're very tack on tack into April. Yeah. Jared's so, um, what is baby. what is what is your birth date, Nathan? It's April twenty fourth, two thousand two. Twenty fourth. So we are close to being within thirty days. Uh, we got somebody else back up here. Oh. That, it, it's That's Josh again. Man. Let's see. Is it going to be full throttle? Is it going to be wide open with us? Yeah, or not? Let's see. Oh, we're good now. You're good now. I'm off the Wi-Fi. Right. That was okay. a problem. The Wi-Fi. Uh, was Wi-Fi. As soon as you hear this, I want you to respond with the word food. With what? Close enough. All right. We'll fucking do it. <laughs> All right. So I we're going to talk about audio going there. I still have to stream up on fucking Facebook. Ah. Oh, wow. We're good now, oh, though. Well. I can actually so, hear you. Josh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then we'll get into wide open. You can talk about whatever you want to. Um, but you're, as far as I know, you're a kind of a newer fan, right? As far as a watching all the time, um, you may have kept up on it a little bit before, but until we started hanging out, that's kind of when you started watching weekly, right? That's when I got back into it. I watched early. I was 90s and early 2000s. Okay. That's when I last watched. I think the last race, or last time I watched weekly was like 2005. So, okay. so I think into the beginning of the Chase era. Yeah, falls um, into the category of a lot of fans. Um, yeah, I fell off right when they started like the points and the playoffs. That's when I. So, 
So, well, I mean, the easiest question is, why'd you leave and why'd you come back? Just kind of got stale when the playoff format came in. Jeff Gordon fan, so he got screwed over a lot by that format. Yeah, That's fair enough. So, yeah. How, how, yeah old do, I mean, how, how, how old do you feel that you came back and started watching you still see guys like Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick still racing? You can tell that they're definitely starting to age, but it's nice to see them. Yeah, kind of a familiar face. Now, so then second part of that question is, why did you start watching again um, and buying T-shirts? Well, I mean, Alex Bowman's T-shirts are just great memes, so you got to buy them. you got to support the memes. But <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but just seeing the new car, I actually enjoy it so far. I was kind of iffy last season. I kind of joined in on tail, late, tail end of last season and could see a lot of the issues, so I didn't. I wasn't aware of a lot of the issues it had. But seeing the new one, I'm enjoying it a lot more. Other than Martinsville, that was a snooze fest. All right. Well, uh, okay. How so did how you perceive the dirt race? Because that's what we were starting off. I personally don't like it. If I'm going to watch dirt race, I'd rather just watch World of Outlaws. I want to see if I'm going. If I'm here for dirt racing, I want to see the actual dirt cars for it, not the next gen car. I go to NASCAR for pavement racing, not dirt racing. But I think I'm the minority in that one because it got good ratings. So, no, I just I we just talked about that before. I said they should just run the super late model cars for those to save NASCAR some money on tearing up the next gens and let them race. Yeah, to me, it just it just it, look, it just looks weird too, just seeing a next gen car run on dirt. I, I that is a great point. This is something that I yeah, was telling it's... myself when we were watching it. The Gen 6 at least looked like it was supposed to be on dirt. It just felt out of place with the next-gen cars. Yeah. It, it looks like street cars running on dirt tracks. It's like, this this doesn't fit. It's a good yeah, almost like, v, like a V8 supercar. Imagine that on dirt. Yeah, it, it kind of looks like soccer moms are rolling around on dirt track. I'm like, uh... Eesh. All right, so I got a question here for you. Since you just got back into watching, did you watch like Auto Club and Las Vegas this year? Yeah, I've watched every race so far this year. <laughs> okay, so how how did those two races compare to like races in the early two thousands that you said you watched before? Did that did that give you kind of like an old school feel type of race, minus like the stages and stuff, like the racing style, and did, did that kind of feel like back then to you? I don't know if it necessarily felt the same. It seems like it's a lot more based off of runs rather than the actual driver and the pit crew, just because the stages. Mm -hmm. I'm just so used to it being you got you're running laps constantly. There's no breaks versus now where you have the the break up and everybody's just restacking. Okay, so you do you prefer the old school of like endurance type of races and no stage cautions? Oh, the stream just froze on me. Wait, say oh. it again. So, so, do you prefer like? Well, all right, we'll just basically put it this way. Do you do you like the stage cautions, or do you think, or do you like the just let them race the whole like scheduled distance that they have? It depends on the track for me. Actually, I like yeah. it on the shorter tracks because that way you don't have somebody who's literally just running around everybody. You don't have Bristol where there's five cars in the lead lap because Jeff Gordon's spin, sprinting around him all the time. But I don't like it on road courses because it just kind of defeats the perfect road course because you have 10 minutes of cautions trying to get them all restacked. Yeah. So the road course, just let them run. At Road America. Oh, yeah. we've That's what we've all been saying. Yeah. 
It's very hybrid uh, answer because usually it's either stage cautions or no stage cautions. There's no in between. So it's interesting that you would say that. Um, I mean, what is the vibe for you uh, now as, I guess, how do you feel, you know, NASCAR fans are compared to when you stopped watching? It's a lot tamer now. I think it's just size difference. Because back then, NASCAR was probably at its peak for fans. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of everybody's kind of toned it down a bit. So it's you don't have the uh, home track feel all the time. Okay. That's fair. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, so just to use you as an example, um, this is Wide Open Fan Fuel. For all y'all watching, you know, hit the links that we've got on our socials and stuff. Come on. We can talk about anything. Uh, so is there anything – even outside of the realm of motorsport that you've got on your mind that you want to discuss tonight? Well, I'm actually just kind of curious on your guys' opinions. What do you think of the new car as a whole right, so far? Ooh, man, I guess I've been hearing a lot of mixed opinions because I follow like the Reddit and stuff, and it's very mixed yeah. up there. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of split. Like, I like what it's done for intermediate tracks so far. Like, Vegas was a good race. Fontana was a really good race for a two-mile track. Um I think the jury's still out for super speedways. I think Daytona 500 was a small sample size. I think Talladega will probably be a better example of what we can expect in the future because everyone knows what they're doing now. And the curve bumpers might be a little different when it comes to pushing. But outside of that, I, I wasn't really happy with Martinsville. Like you said, um, just wasn't, wasn't what I expect. Like I think that the arrow problems and the, the shifting and all that stuff, like a lot of the drivers complain. So I'm hoping that other short tracks aren't as affected as Martinsville. It's kind of why they me, would have swapped the dirt series to later so we could actually see how they raced at Bristol early on without the dirt. Yeah. Alex. yeah. I think for me, I I think that I love the next gen platform and I think it can do well. It's just NASCAR needs to not have this one size fits all mentality yes. because this car is amazing in so many different ways, but not every track is likable to the conditions that the car puts out. So it's not like we don't go to a IndyCar 17 race series and run the exact same package on all 17 races. They've got a short track package, a road course package, a super speedway package, and then the package for the Indy 500 is even different from the one they run at Texas. So, I wish that for me, NASCAR would change some things for the different track types. You know, short tracks can be something completely different than the intermediate package. And then the super speedway package needs some tweaks as well. And I think we've got the perfect car. It's cheap, it's durable, and it's, it's, it's almost there. It's just, we got to realize that, Hey, some, some of these things aren't going to work everywhere. Yeah, like power. I think the, the bumpers, like when I went to Daytona testing, I saw them in person and they were like super curved. And I was like, this is, I don't know if it's going to work well. And sure enough, they tried pushing in the races. It, it didn't really work in the corners at all. Like you literally could not push in the corners. And that's, that's got me thinking for this week. And it's like, you know, they used to have a different front bumper for the Gen 4 on a super speedway. Why can't we have a different rear bumper every time you go to Talladega or whatever? Yeah. So that they can tandem or they can lock on. Like, like have like a flatter front bumper for them on the super speedways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they used to. If you go back and watch any of the old races from like that mid two thousands era, like two thousand, the bumpers are way different. Yeah, to like two thousand seven, um, you could notice a huge difference between like an Atlanta car and a Talladega car because the Talladega and the Super Speedway cars looked like they were about that tall in the nose, whereas the rest of them mm-hmm. looked about that tall. And you okay. look at the rear bumper on the next gen car today; it is literally. I mean, it's, if you it's tilt, tilt it upward, yeah. it's like a flat. It's, it's a like parenthesis, a yeah, yeah. Like it's not gonna. That's not gonna work for pushing in the corners. Yeah, and there's also things like, I mean, why don't we have the ability to have different gearboxes? Like, that's a lot of what different drivers were talking about at Martinsville. There's just too much gear, like, stuff like that. Why do we have to have underbody aero at tracks where we don't need aero? Uh, I mean, Richmond could have probably used that, too, even though I thought Richmond was a good race due to strategy or whatnot. Anymore, it seems like the difference in cars, there used to be a big conversation about this is a super speedway car. It's an intermediate. It's a short track car. It seems anymore the difference is mainly just setup and a few small tweaks um, where I'd like to see it get back to this is a, a short track car. And here's the difference that a lot of the teams are doing to it um, Absolutely. You know, versus all the other races that we see, you know, a road course car, um, things like that. Jared. Yeah. If we're, I like that thing, Colton. If we're going to have different types of cars for different types of races, you know, have a road, separate road course car, have a separate uh super speedway car you know i know that's probably a lot of money and stuff for them to do that you know they obviously don't have but like i i like that idea i think that would be a pretty cool thing to try because i i do miss like back in the the time that you said whenever you could definitely tell what a intermediate car intermediate short track car was compared to uh super speedway car i always thought that was kind of cool yeah yeah and i think the the supplier issue has a lot to do with why that's not really feasible at the moment um but i don't see that being a problem you know in the years coming especially mm-hmm. if you look back like brett griffin said last week on dbc that shr used to have like 80 something cars at their garage just like for all different types of tracks all their drivers and everything um would have just a ton of cars sitting there yeah but you know we're we're, we're a customer car now everybody's got the same it wouldn't be very different to just bolt on different parts. You can still use the same chassis and the same suspension, but just, you know, a different gearbox, which is like this big now, you know, uh, is fine. So I don't know why we couldn't do that. Um, so looks like we've got another taker for wide open fan fuel. Um, and we'll be bringing him on. It looks like he might be a Cornhusker fan. I'm not sure. Let's ask him. Welcome to the stream, Tristan. Is that a Nebraska Cornhusker hat? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, that absolutely is. Can you guys hear why? Right? Yeah. Yeah, you got the fancy microphone. Man. Did you yeah. say why? Yeah, why? Just why? That's such – I mean, being from the southeast, that's such a just odd fandom. And odd, I'm from Nebraska. Oh, respect. Well, it That's makes sense then. It's not too odd of a fandom when you're from there. And uh, absolutely, I've been relevant in 25 years. So my entire life, we haven't been relevant. But, you know, yeah. we got some national championship banners that we can hang. Is there anything yeah. in Nebraska besides corn? Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> and soybeans, alfalfa. <laughs> well, we got a lot of good crops out there. Oh, Runza? <laughs> oh, yeah. Runza's delicious if you guys like uh, – Nebraska beef burgers, those are delicious, man. And construction. All right. What about it? 
But we're better than Kansas, and that's really all that matters. Is that really an accomplishment, though? Hey, <laughs> I don't need to hear any of that negativity. I, 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 right? I think I think Kansas won a national basketball championship this year. Hey, who gives a shit? What? A, uh, sorry, can I swear on the podcast? I'm yeah, I, I, I care. I'm a Kansas State. Oh, Sorry. Talk to me when you win a football national championship. Talk to me. Talk to me when Kansas football gets two wins in a season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're a shitty run team right now, and we at least win six games a year. So come to me. Yeah, you know, was, I think we have six wins in the last ten years. So take that with a grain of salt. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah now, you, know, you, you can There's, have the flashy basketball, but America cares about football, man. Yeah, you're right. Now can get back to your sports here in a second. This first off, this is fucking wide open fan fuel. All right, this is fucking awesome. Second off, I yeah, have a, this... had a burning question. I've asked all the guys at work today. Um, we have enough people here. I feel like we could all answer. Would you rather talk like Jar Jar Binks or look like Jar Jar Binks? Misa mm, gonna have to go with talk. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be talk. Question is this. All right, I'm gonna need you guys to say your best pickup line in Jar Jar Binks' voice then. <laughs> Tell me a lady that's gonna go home with a guy. not. I know a guy looking like him ain't gonna get any action, but a dude talking like right. him ain't gonna get any either. <laughs> it's like it's like a double edged sword. You you depends, depends on what you look like. Yeah, so. eyes up here and everything. Like ears. You're not winning with that. Though that dude's like six eight. You could probably dunk. And listen, <laughs> if you can hoop. It doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah, get a couple yeah. wings. Yeah, well, yeah, just look at Anthony Davis. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, come on now. <laughs> Jesus, that God. was that was the consensus at work as well. But I fear I haven't had anyone yet say so. Look. I'd be worried if somebody said look. Colton, I, I, I get tall. I was gonna Definitely. save this for, for our episode in May on the fourth, but how are you gonna bring up Star Wars if you've never even seen a Star Wars movie? Because oh, I played hella Lego Star Wars. Wait, Colton, you've never seen Star Wars? Not a single. Oh, film. hold on. I Dude, want we've, you been, to we've been Tristan. friends for like 12 years and you've never seen Star Wars? Never Tristan, once. I need you to ask the community in front of you how many of them have seen any Star Wars movies. Okay, how many of you guys have seen Star Wars movies? What do you mean kind of? I've seen I've seen bits and pieces here, but if you I could not put I just recently found out like about a year ago that that uh, one, two, and three was made after four, five, and six. So, wow, what a what a group of people! I look at what I said. So I've seen what, all of them. That's it. What's the age of everybody here? Twenty three. Uh, Nineteen. I'm thirty four. <laughs> you look like you're sixty five. You look like you're ninety four. Like your hat. Old, uh, oh, thanks. Ugh, old man. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Colt looks like this at 94, that dude's got it made in the shade. <laughs> Jesus. Never seen All Star right. Wars, but I played hella Lego Star Wars, though. Who cares about Lego Star Wars, man? Watch the damn movies. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who cares about Lego Star Wars? I think half the gaming community does right now with the complete. Skywalker saga coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But would you guys rather? Oh, oh, you haven't seen one? Not man. You guys are made. Oh, so that's a great movie. Smokey is great. Smokey and the Bandit. Damn right. I, did you say you've never seen? You got to watch that movie, then, man. I love I've the seen. scene in Smokey when 
the trailers, all the all the trucks are following down, and Iceman uh, radios ahead, and then Smokey slides in between the two trailers, and the other one covers it up as the cops go zipping by. Yeah. And then it kicks out. And gets, Man, that's such a good part. I love that movie. That's a great movie. We watched it in that theaters. More or less no created the outlaw trucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do it. Behind it. <laughs> outlaw yeah. trucking. Now awesome. we're back in agreement. Hey, there it is. I love, I love the idea of like out of context comments. So like Drew Mason in love with a recently yeah. made small town baker. Like what? what? Just, that's you'd have to go back and read all the comments to understand what he's talking about. Like, I'm, I'm a little confused here. I'm like, does he want to hop on and explain these or? Yeah. Well, he said, we were when we were talking about ratings. He said, "Well, Hallmark movies get good ratings." He's like, "But I don't want to see Harvick fall in love with a small or recently widowed small town baker." <laughs> Do we actually all clown Hallmark movies or is there some that you guys actually like? There's none. Clown on them. Got a clown they're, all the, on. they're all the same, dude. It's they're the very similar to one another. So. They are all uncultured. These those movies are glorious. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm with, I'm with Tristan. I mean I can't stand I can't stand the fact that they do uh, Christmas movies nine months out of the year, but uh, some of them are pretty good. There's sustenance to those movies, like they're better than some like you know A tier movie, you know, like the ones that are like CGI'd and you know get billions of dollars spent on and stuff. There are some of those Hallmark movies that are better than those. Yeah, and it, and if it's got Vanessa Hudgens in it, like it's probably going to be a banger. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, are you also a High School Musical fan? Then is that? Uh, no, I, that, that's a little too far for me. I like high school musicals. I, I, I like actual musicals. Who's not like high school musical? Hey, respect to you, man. Way to admit it on camera. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. They're they're not bad. I mean, if you like Hallmark movies, you'd like that movie. Man. You'd like all those. It's a little too. It's a little too much for me. Most of the oh. Disney movies that weren't about like extreme sports, I didn't really get into. Okay, but let's let's. Are we in agreement that Right on Track is a terrible fucking movie though? Like it's a good biopic, but it's also a terrible fucking movie if you dissect any of it. I've never seen that movie. Never seen it. About the uh, Ender sisters, and it shows them as their kids and teenagers moving up. Well, anyway, it shows them like shifting in drag cars and shit like that, like top fuels. It's fucking bad. I've never it seen. It can't that. be as Did bad you... as that John Travolta dirt movie. It's not, but it's close. <laughs> Is your issue with the fact that they were shifting poorly in a yeah. movie about cars? Yeah, I mean, like Ford vs. Ferrari even had that, and that's like almost that's like one of the better racing movies, and they've had issues with the shifting scenes. So, yeah, like, but I feel it's like that's a... just standard. It'd be like okay, I'm gonna like show how dumb I am because I don't watch drag racing, but. Colton, do they not shift in in drag cars? Uh, only in like pro stocks and the smaller cars, like any really? top fuel funny car. No, it is one gear. Really, it is. I'm sitting. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking that they've got like the gearbox, like they do on the stadium super trucks, where they just go one, two, three. Like, yeah, no, they they basically hit the throttle, so they have a handbrake, and they release. Which I mean, the handbrake is like putting a fucking straw in the spokes of the tires. It doesn't really do much. Um, but they release the handbrake and then they basically just hold on once they hit the throttle. Like they don't have any time yeah. to grab anything or do anything. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing. There. Well, like, I'm just gonna. Have you seen the hook that holds their head down? 
Yeah, my grandpa, as yeah. a fun fact, was a personal trainer for – I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy named Joe Motto. Yeah. That was a drag racer. He was a personal trainer, and he mentioned stuff about the necks and all that stuff. Like his neck is, like, shot when he retired. Yeah. Because they yeah, didn't really have that stuff when he was racing. Tristan, I don't know if you knew that, but, yeah, the drag racers have a strap that hooks on their helmet and holds their it's head crazy. down. So when they hit the throttle, they're not just like – yeah, that I mean that makes sense, but no, I didn't know that. I but I also I'm like Alex. I've never seen anything that's to do with. Like I don't watch drag racing, but I do know the helmet thing. That is nuts in the monster trucks. I don't know. I haven't ever seen one of those. You know why? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna piss off a lot of people gotta look at with that. this, but I watch <laughs> motorsport that takes skill, so Ooh. I don't really. Oh, wow. that, is that considered a hot take? Oh, shot! Is that considered a hot take in the in the auto industry? I don't know if that is or not. I'm... Like I, I went to monster truck shows when I was a kid, and like I loved it. So it takes it talent is. to drive those because yeah, the rear is independent. So you, when oh, you man. see them turning the rear tires, it's not like they're just cranking the wheel. It's it's fun. It, it's 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 great to watch. they whoa! That's like all you get. But like. I mean, from, eh. Eh. uh oh, this is a fun part. But I like Super Speedway Racing. Drew's getting into it. You can come on here. I know you've yeah. been watching this show for quite a he's while. Been, and he's I been lurking. You also, know that I don't really like Super Speedway Racing. I tolerate it because it's a part of NASCAR. So, hmm. so no, sir, I do not really like Super Speedway Racing. Like I, like I will say what I just said about Monster Jam and Drag Racing. It's just kind of fun because it's entertainment. I, sometimes I enjoy "quote unquote" small brain racing like that. I enjoy that. Like I, I look forward to Super Speedways four times a year because I'm like, I just want to have fun. Like, I, I don't care if my driver gets wrecked. I just want to have fun. I, I do not think that there's a problem with liking that stuff. I'm just not going to go out of my way to watch it. If it was on Speed Channel when I was a kid, of course I'm watching them try to do donuts and then. Well, they didn't do flips when I was a kid. They hadn't figured out how to do that yet. So, I mean, that is what it is. I just, I just, it's, it's a, it's loud and it's, you know, kind of mm. like super speedway racing. It's, oh, the cars are close together. Ooh, like that's all it is for me. I'm, I'm more of a talent person than I am just having fun. You're, you're more that doesn't mean I don't, that, that doesn't mean I don't want you guys to have fun. You can, you can have your fun. All skill, no luck. Hey. There is a skill in super speedway. There's definitely some skill. Like it's, it it's only, a lot of luck, but that doesn't mean there aren't guys that are better than others. There's only skill involved if someone like Alex Bowman doesn't win. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! If Alex yeah. Bowman wins, it's just luck. Like yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's all luck. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is exactly what. As a Byron fan, no. if he wins, it's all skill. No, with anything, there's nuance, you know. So obviously, there's there's um, there's skill in everything. It's just a little bit or a lot of bit less skill in some of these things. Like, I mean, you uh, haven't seen my so, fucking golf game. Well, I was gonna say I appreciate like Alex's nice way of going about it. Everybody's like, "No, nah, that guy's shitty." Alex is like, "Well, but you know, there's a, a balance to all things in life." It's like, what? Get out of here! Let us shit on people, man. Come on. <laughs> he's, he's looking out for his favorite other Alex. Hey, guy. hey, don't do not bring up the god of asphalt late model racing. And, he didn't and Dover winner, Dover winner, Derek Cope. Like, put some respect on his name. Yeah, yeah. like, like Derek Cope. He had what over two hundred super late model feature wins, or was that over a thousand? I'm sorry. No, Dick Trickle right. was a thousand. Don't, don't oh, no. yeah, he is Derek okay. Cope. 
Like, do not disrespect a Dover. I don't, if, if you think that some things have any amount of skill involved, you have not seen me play golf. There is zero fucking skill. Hey, it, it, it listen. It it takes skill to suck as bad as you do at golf. It, well, it really does. does. It also takes it also takes skill to play in the wind that is Cheyenne, Wyoming. So that's fair. I don't know if that's always a fair comparison. I'm always clocked sixty yards to the right. Like yeah. So if you play anywhere else, you're just shooting it into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. We don't have lakes like that way and just launch it just to get to go straight. Yeah, yeah, that's you know that's that's the issue with playing in Cheyenne because, like I said, I, anywhere else, yeah, it's going. A couple into years ago, I played around a golf in like fifty mile an hour winds, and I was going <laughs> driving like into the wind and tried to keep it low, and it caught the air and it went behind me. <laughs> that was fucking cool. I had yeah, tee off from the second green. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, basically. So every every thing. time I hear you talk about Wyoming, I'm just like, I don't want to go there. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> The people who live there don't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> and confirm. <laughs> We're right, not here by so choice. Can we, can we no. say just, just for right now that wide open fan fuel is 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 going the way it was supposed to? Like we are having yeah. fun. We're talking about random ass shit. Um oh Tristan, uh, is there anything that you want to get off your mind, just like we asked Josh earlier, that's not or is racing related? Um, so I'm not as unconnected with racing as you guys are, yeah. but I'll, I'll happily complain about MLB players association. If you guys want me to, and okay, the shitty deal they in. got, okay. So these dipshits have a lockout, right? And they, so they strike, it's a full union strike, which is cool. I'm all for union strikes. What up? Right. Good. But the stuff that they asked for, they received damn near none of it. The owners continue to make more money. The players continue. I mean, their wages are good, but there's no competition within the sport. It's like watching four teams play each other constantly. So if you're an Orioles fan, a Royals fan, hell, even a Colorado Rockies fan, you're never winning shit. I mean, you're not getting anything. They need to institute a salary cap. They need to do a better job at making sure that the fan experience is better. They need to do a better job at making sure the player experience is better. And they haven't done any of that. And this group of people continue to wonder why MLB fans are 55 and older. I mean, I just we, we just covered it right here. Out of the six of us, two of us watch baseball. And even then, every year during the offseason, I complain and I get on my soapbox about how I'm done with this fucking sport. I'm not watching. You can ask Colton. I send him all these texts about it. I'm done with it. I'm not watching it. I'm over it. So out of the six of us, there's two of us that watch it. And nobody... And I hate it. I hate every minute I have to watch this sport. And yet here I am listening to it on the radio and following on my phone. And I'm like a goddamn meth addict. I can't it's stop like, doing it. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's basically us with NASCAR. Like, yeah, the only reason we're yeah. still here is that's because all we know. No, I don't want to hear minor league is where it's at. I'd rather go watch it. Yeah, it's nice for their dollar hot dogs. But other than that, I don't want to watch them. Fucking me go better, and play baseball. If I want to do that, I just go play. What'd you say? So 162 I, I games. I didn't even. I didn't even know they had a lockout. To be honest with you, that's how much I follow the MLB. That's fair. You know, I that's fine. I just don't have it. You know, anything racing related to, to complain about. So I went with the next sport that's I could fine. think of. We can go who's, down that. Who's your MLB team? Uh, the New York Mets. Okay. Ew. Tim Tebow. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. We have, you know, 
at all. I'm, I'm, I'm close enough to Atlanta that I default as a Braves fan. I don't hey. watch too much, but yeah. That's fair. Of course I watched last year because bandwagoning is something that I don't partake in. Great question for Dustin. Although the minor, so the minor leaguers did get their pay raise, which is super cool, and that's great and awesome. But how does that help? Like, how does that help further our game anymore at the major league level? Right, like that's. I mean, I understand. Like, I'm all for giving money to the guys in the in the minor so that they can stick around and stick with it and stick through it. Right, because I mean, some of their situations were just terrible. I am, I totally understand that. But when it comes down to it. What are you doing to then enhance that Major League Baseball experience? Because I don't know about you guys, but I've been to maybe two minor league baseball games in my life. And from the sounds of this group here, probably none. I mean, maybe Colton has, but the rest of you, maybe none. I've got, I have I have a, a, the Pittsburgh Pirates double-A affiliate team. Is about oh, is that Altoona? Yep, they're about 45 minutes away from where I live, so I I would always go there, like we'd go to maybe four or five games a year. So I'd get to see all the future pirate stars before they get traded when they get to the majors. Yeah, and that actually is a perfect, that's a perfect point that leads into this, is that when you have a team that then cultivates and does grow players the right way, doing the right thing, paying them well or not, because we don't have a salary cap, which then comes with a salary floor for a minimum that teams need to spend, you get teams like the Orioles, whose payroll is like $51 million, or the Athletics, whose payroll is $33 million. You tell me a sport where you put a, a team comprised of $30 million on the on any playing surface, and you're going to win. Aren't there players in the major leagues who make more than Yeah, but NASCAR is different, Colton. <laughs> It's different. I, golf's the same way. You know, you put one golfer in a caddy for under thirty million dollars, but that's that's a little different. Wait, so there are, are there major leaguers that make more money than like what like what you just said with the Orioles or Athletics payroll? Aren't yeah. They, so have, like, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper makes forty one million a year. Is that what it is? Is that escalated payroll? I think Round Mike up, Trout yeah. makes thirty three million dollars. I mean, he makes the Oakland Athletics payroll a year. That dude just you know. It's to kick it on that. You guys are making more money than than an organization. Yeah, but but that I mean that to me, yeah, like that money he's making is ridiculous, and that's a whole other conversation. I mean, I I don't know your guys' opinions on what athletes make and stuff like that, but that's on the organization in my eyes to keep that. Like, in order to field a competitive team, you have to spend money. That's just how that works, right? right? It's just like to get good talent. Got rid of Freddie Freeman because they didn't want to pay him, right? Yeah, but then you turn around and you sign Matt Olson, who granted is younger, but to the same exact extension and same almost same exact money. I think a little bit more money. I like. Yeah, I, like I, I had a problem with that because he was like the face of the franchise, basically, and you, you pissed off a lot of fans, and that's probably why the, the yeah. attendance numbers weren't as good as I thought they'd be this year. I yeah, like the NH- I like the NH- NHL contracts. Do you see like what kind of contracts those guys type those guys sign like per year and whatnot? If you've ever looked into that. Yeah, like like are you talking about like where they can sign two year con or two way contracts to yeah that, that the minors and majors that, or? But, that but like you don't see like monster contracts like you see in the NBA <laughs> or like the NFL. Like, oh, that's because their salary cap's not big enough because nobody watches that fucking sport, dude. I watch it. Well, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, again, let's take a poll. How many of us in this group watch hockey? Yeah. When yeah, I say watch hockey, I mean actively watch yeah, who, hockey. Yeah, who does? I'm actually curious on the cyber actively. No. I love hockey during the Stanley Cup Finals. Okay, okay, right there. So that's two. So that's two people out of the six that we're just pulling here. Yeah, see, I'm the one who falls. I guess I'm the one who falls in the category. I love watching the 
trade deadline day, I love watching the regular season. I love the Winter Classic, which my team, my team's in the Winter Classic next year. I'm hyped for that. Sure. I'll probably end up going. But yeah, I guess we're being. Are you a Penguins favorite. fan? Yeah. Oh fuck you, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, gross. I don't this was. I don't even own a Sidney Crosby jersey. If that makes you feel better. Oh, that does a little bit. I, I have I have jerseys that are not Sidney Crosby. Or That's fair. I, don't have, I do not have. I don't have multi jerseys. We had a heated debate on here in September last year. Yeah, that was yeah. with Raja, wasn't it? Raja Karuth, who is currently part time driving in the Xfinity series, um, on the show, and Still. somehow or another, the topic got brought up of what to eat when you go out to a restaurant, and I think Nate and I brought it up during downtime. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yes or no, chicken tenders? At a restaurant? If you go out to eat, are you ordering chicken tenders? No. They sit down. The restaurant. Well, yeah, it depends. What, like, what, yeah, are we what restaurant about? are we going to here? Any, I'd have to go back and watch the episode to find out. So, the so yeah, well, you, just talk okay, some restaurant. Think, about, like, are you talking about like local joints? So, like, hey, man, this no, is no, no. We're talking about food check. I think when he brought up chilies, he brought up Applebee's, he brought up Red Lobster, and then Chains. the standard guides like like Zaxby's and and uh, Canes. Oh, Zaxby's is. I'm going to exclude those because you go to those ra- you go to those racetracks, you go to those uh, restaurants for chicken. So your chain, yeah. your chain microwave food restaurants. No, I, don't order, I, I don't order chicken fingers. No, I, I'm a burger burger over burger over. Ah, not even a burger guy. It depends yeah. on the place. Like like you said, like if it's if it's there's a, there's sitting down places here that are literally specifically for chicken. So, yeah, yeah, but, but we're excluding those because you can't because you couldn't order a burger to chip. Like I can't go to Popeyes right. and be like, "Hey, can I get a double cheeseburger?" Like, they're, <laughs> you know, they're gonna call me a fucking idiot, like to my face. One so, of my points was like, I'm 45 minutes away from any good restaurant other than Culver's, right? And so, like, if I'm gonna drive 45 minutes and go down to Fort Collins or Loveland to get food, I'm not gonna go get chicken. Like, I'm not gonna go get chicken fingers. Yeah. See, the like, thing is, there's so many food. restaurants around here. That if I wanted chicken, I could literally go anywhere within a five mile radius, and I could find them. It's not like you, where it's like you have to go like a million miles away to go find something that's a sit down restaurant. But <laughs> that's a shitty Popeyes. That is a shitty. <laughs> so what do you get there? You just order sides. Yeah. What do you, you get in that Red Popeyes, beans and rice, dude? bud. Red beans and rice. Like, yeah. biscuits, you just get like a bucket, of, a bucket of red oh, beans and rice okay. with the biscuits. Okay, let, let's let's do this. Let's do this. Cheyenne just brings up. She says, "I'm not a child. No way. I'm going out of my way to order eight chicken tenders." Chicken tenders. Hey, so, that's like going to McDonald's for half a meal. So, right. So, I mean, my only question for that though, Cheyenne. So, if you go to like Canes or you go to Popeye, you get their chicken sandwich then. I think what a burger's overrated. Is, I ate there in Albuquerque. What she's talking about, like. Let, Let's say you let's say the six of us go to Outback. You know, it's not a great steakhouse, but it is a steakhouse, right? Are you guys going to order steak, ribs, lobster tail? Or are you guys going to order chicken tenders? I'm going to get not to be, not, well, not, not, not to ruin that. Has a good idea out, here. I like Outback is a steakhouse. Like, that's their name. You would need to say like Applebee's or Chili's, right? They're not necessarily known for their steak, and that'd be like saying like we go to Red Lobster and you get chicken. It's like, well, no, it's a seafood joint. We'll get seafood. Well. But, yeah, but well, if we go to I mean, Chili, go ahead. I mean, who who here's ordering chicken strips at, at 
Chili. I'm not going to Chili's. Like, right. Dude, nobody's going to go there for that specifically. <laughs> yeah, but if we all go, if we, if it's like, like Alex was saying, if the six of us do go, like, let's say we, we pick Applebee's or ch- just one of those generic chain restaurants that aren't known for anything specific. Oh. I mean, what, what are you ordering? Probably getting I, a I burger. Probably, yeah. yeah. So Alex says burger. I think JFB said burger earlier. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably get a burger or a steak at that point. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't go chicken. T- chicken tender is going to be lower on the list for sure. Yeah. Like if, we're, if we're going to places like like you said, like Red Lobster, obviously I'm going to get something fish related. If we're going to like, uh, if we're going to like a uh, chicken place, I'm going to probably get like a chicken sandwich or something like that. You know, I'm definitely not going to nuggets first or tenders first or a Mexican restaurant. I'm not really right. chicken tenders. Like, and I think it would be like I think bro. A lot if of you go to a Mexican restaurant and you get white people food, you're just doing yourself a disservice. Hey, I'm, we I'm, only I'm have white Mexican food here anyway, so listen. Anytime that you need any recipe, you know, I, to white people. I can help you. Yeah, is that right? White people Mexican food? Like, <laughs> but no, no, no. Alex, said, Alex said, if you go to a re- Mexican restaurant and you order white people food, is that chicken tenders so, or chicken tenders? Yeah, chicken, chicken tenders. tenders. Okay, okay. Like, I just wanted to make you know, sure that. I, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you, if we're at a table, if we were just mixing up with yeah. your Mexican restaurant and you ordered chicken tenders at a Mexican restaurant, I would leave the table, or I'd ask you to leave the table. One of the somebody's leaving. The table. I will say there is one exception, and we had a There's no a, um, a buffet style Mexican restaurant. And I, I that's not a Mexican restaurant, restaurant, man. That was like a converted no. pizza hut. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, I wouldn't call it authentic Mexican. I would say it's more. Obviously, on the no, it's a buffet, side. dude. It's a buffet, right? And they only do buffet for lunch. They do full service for dinner. We went during lunch, and I made this monstrosity. They had chicken tenders, and that was the base of this monstrosity mountain that I made. It was. All the meats that they had, and then just their nacho cheese and everything. And I went back and I sloughed it onto my nachos or my my tortilla chips, and I just like made it into this like fuzzy meatball and this I ate convoluted it. ball of just cholesterol and like an MSG power bomb. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you didn't have a heart attack in that restaurant, dude. Kudos to you, heart man, for pushing through that. Did everyone's mall growing up have like the the express walk or like the magic walk or china walk yeah absolutely yeah that like you could go pay five six bucks and just get this tray of like overloaded fucking msg and chicken and sauce and like they'd have to like damn your duct tape the lid shut like these glorious people were just gifting you with like six pounds of food for like seven dollars if you still have a mall in your area you have that same restaurant like no, that, is, that is the that is the american experience i'm sorry i was gonna say my, my town my hometown's mall closed down like the mall the whole yeah. mall was done we have like six in our mall yeah yeah like yeah it's insane i think we just so have no, like I, we didn't have a Mexican, we didn't have a Chinese restaurant in our in our town or in our in our mall. We did down the our main street. Yeah, just like a, a knockoff Panda Express with like twelve times better food. Mm. Is it really a knockoff Panda yeah, Express? Yeah. I've never been to a Panda Express, so I, I don't know why I'm asking Panda, this question. Panda I've, never, I've never been to a Panda Express, believe it or not. Hey, Panda respect. Panda. You've never had food poisoning. Where'd it go? Hey, I've only got yeah, a one here. <laughs> It's the risk you take. <laughs> I've only got it once from there. That's you don't go back to there, man. What are you talking about? Nah. Okay, so let, let all right, Josh and Nathan, you guys have been really quiet. 
Let them, let them take what it. Y'all we'll about? Take it yeah. I'm just kind of sitting here chilling. Like, this is a fight that y'all are fighting. Like, I'm not overly passionate about this topic. So, what are you passionately talking? What are you passionately like? What do you want to argue about tonight? I don't know what we want to argue about. Like, uh, we can argue about to, something, but what do what well, if you don't want to argue about something, what is something that we can all bask in the glory of? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I, I, I can argue about paint schemes till the cows come home. So, like, that's something I will debate people on. But, Paint schemes like on race cars? NASCAR paint yeah. Schemes. The new NASCAR paint schemes suck. I'm it's debatable. Like, it, no, we're just thinking, like, like, what are your tastes in paint schemes? Are you a simple guy? Are you a complex guy? Like, we could go all around the place with this. Well, Nathan, what are you? Oh, man. I'm I'm kind of split. Like, I think there's some really good busy schemes out there, but my heart what, what lies with the Who's simple your favorite busy scheme? Ooh, busy scheme. I'm gonna go with Kyle Busch 2015 M&M's crispy. Like that's probably the best busy scheme I can think of. That is that is a very classic scheme. I do love that. I love green on race cars though. Yes, like I think green's an underrepresented color. I want to see more different things. Like uh, what's his name? Uh, Kaz Grala, his car. I like the way his because it was so different. So ugly. Yeah. It was ugly as hell, but it was different. Right. I want to see more of that. I want to see people actually doing something unique. So when we were teasing this episode, we were talking about a paint scheme that's going to be happening just up the road from me in Talladega this weekend with an Xfinity driver running a cup race for Beard Motorsports, and that is Noah Gragson oh, and yeah. Wendy's car. Um, I'm very excited. First of this. all, Wendy's is my favorite fast food restaurant, so I'm excited. Oh, well, How about that paint scheme? It is. So I'm pretty good. excited about it. Yeah, it looked good, and it's like the first time Wendy's was a primary sponsor since what the early '90s. Yeah, yeah, it's got that. Like- Tristan, I miss you look, you, you look blank. Well, I, you know, I, again, I'm not really in the racing community that much. The most racing knowledge I have was from Colton. Growing up, he'd talk about it all the damn time. It's just like, oh, yeah, man, you bet, you bet your ass. I agree. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I don't have anything else to add to that. But I, I do have a question for you. So, if your favorite re- fast food restaurant is Wendy's, what's everybody else's? Oh dear, so- are we? Okay, so I, mean, I, I don't have like a single fast food restaurant that I frequent every single time. It's like I always go somewhere different. Hey, respect. Are we throwing everything in there, or like the main ones that everyone has eaten at? Because like mine. Uh, would be let's say. Well, I mean, if it's I, I would if say it's repeatable, like original. Let's say okay, Culver's, yeah, Whataburger, that's, that that's kind of stuff is regional. regional. That's still yeah, got, on the plate. That's your main still on the plate. Oh, no, well, I, I don't think you, you could. Do, I mean, how many of you guys have had Culver's? I there's Culver's down here. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the so the bulk of us. Okay, cool. Then we can throw that in there. Yeah. Then. I would say Fat Burger is probably my favorite. If we're counting everything, Fat uh, yeah, Burger is the best one I've ever eaten. I'm not not sure Never what that it. is. You're gonna have to explain to us. That's a West Coast thing. California, Las Vegas, uh, gotcha. Arizona. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's real. Good. It's good drunk food too. Like it if you're walking on the strip. Yeah. You guys oh, don't man. know drunk food because y'all don't have Waffle House. No, we have a, I have a Waffle House down the street. Somebody got stabbed at the Waffle House four blocks. Before you, you get into fights and eat mediocre yeah, food, it's a it's a real Waffle House. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm from, I'm from Central PA. I have absolutely none of these things that you guys are naming. Oh, so then what? You, you don't have a Wendy's? I, yeah, we do. No, he's Wendy's. got he's got the Quaker Shack, man. He's he, He's got he's got the oatmeal emporium. <laughs> they're just they're serving. Oh, you can order drive through oatmeal. <laughs> um, That'd be the funniest shit of all time. Like, hey man, 
let's go to a local place, right? Like we have, you know, we have back home in Nebraska, we have like a runs up, right? Like we have that. What do you got? It's like, well, we can go to the Quaker shack. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. I, you know, maybe that's just for the local people. Yeah. Roll up everything. Yeah, other than chicken tenders and pins oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have, we have like, not, we have like the basic, most cliche restaurants you can think of. Like that's fair. Okay, so, so let's reframe the question. I do like reframe Colton's question. If you could have the perfect fast food meal, how would you construct mm. it? For example, I would take the Baconator from Wendy's and, I don't know, fries from McDonald's, even though I like Dude, Wendy's fries when, better. Wendy's got new fries, though. Well, then yeah, why, wait, hold on. Then why are you why are you picking McDonald's fries if you prefer Wendy's? I'm just fries? saying oh, for yeah. for example, for example, okay. you can have whatever. Like I don't really like Frosties, so give me a Burger King um, crazy ass shake or a Sonic shake. I don't know, so, something like that. What what is your if you could piece together a fast? I respect that Alex is like a, an alternative rock station. He just plays the hits. It's all the it's all the big name guys he names. Yeah. There's no, there's no like small town like oh I love this little burger shack. Mount Wendy's Burger King. I'm just gonna. Play I never hit. consider mom like a mom and pop places fast food. Like I just kind of. If they don't have a drive-through, I don't consider them fast food. Yeah, but if they Even do, if like they we have a burger shop. Like we have a burger shop that has a drive-through, and that place is delicious. Yeah, but that's what I understand. Like, mom and pop. When I think fast food, I think change though. Like because like today. Me and my fiance, we went to this like I guess southern cuisine place. They, they basically it's like lunchroom style. You get you get two meats and two or three sides. You pay for whatever, and they have a drive through. We went through the drive through. Like that's not okay. fast food, even though I got that shit in less than three minutes. I have a full list here. I would do the fat burger burger. I would do the Burger King onion rings with a small side of the Culver's cheese curds. Dude, those are from Taco Bell. Yeah. I drinks, but if I had to have ice, it'd be Chick Fil A ice. Okay. Why? Why are you All so right. specific Colton. about ice? Like Colton, because you want to know why? Because Colton understood the fucking assignment. Now you guys get on his <laughs> level and tell me your fat ass meal for your perfect fast food stuff. What did that have to do with the ice choice? <laughs> I don't like ice in my drink. And, and yeah, I love ice. If I pick the sauce, because I do too, like my onion rings in sauce. I would do the old Wendy's barbecue sauce, not this new shit they got. Yeah, the old I don't think you can. I don't think you can wreck on that because you can't put like no Wendy's is going to be like, oh yeah, let me check in the back from ten well, years ago on the barbecue. Chick Fil A <laughs> Polynesian sauce. Okay, All right. I'm double up on the CFA. There you go. You guys even have those in Wyoming? Yeah, we have one <laughs> in the state. Damn! Wow. All right, Nathan. Nathan, like what do you got? What is your per What is your perfect menu for a fast food? You know, meal. I just oh, have to man, say this see. really fast before Nathan go goes. Quick, I'm trying right? to interrupt him. I just want to say I apologize to Nathan. He was talking about something he's passionate about and and paint schemes, <laughs> and then I derailed it to a fast food conversation. I just want to That's apologize. what Wide Open Fayetteville is about. It's whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> so we start off racing and we end up in space. Doesn't matter. Whew, all right. So usually when I'm eating fast food, I got to eat somewhere quick. Like I got to eat something that doesn't make a mess. Like, usually if I'm eating my car somewhere, I need to be somewhere in 10 minutes, right? Chicken sandwiches are usually really good places to not make a mess because they come in a wrapper. You can just eat them really quickly. And honestly, if you asked me this a couple months ago, I would say, hey, I want a Chick-fil-A spice chicken sandwich. But I tried the Wendy's hot honey chicken sandwich with the spicy chicken. It wasn't that bad. 
So I'm like, this has become my go-to thing now. Like, if I have to be somewhere and I need fast food, I get one of those chicken sandwiches. Fries, probably not from Wendy's. I'm thinking if you've ever had checkers or rallies, those are not bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we're thinking, <clears throat> man, there are not many fast food places that have mozzarella sticks. Like, I need Arby's to have does. Arby's has good mozzarella sticks. Yes, that, you're right, because I actually just had them yesterday. So Yeah, I like theirs. Like, that, would be my, that would be my third thing in a three-course meal right there. All right, how about this? I, I figured it out. I'm going to go with the double baconator. So I'm going to go Arby's curly fries, McDonald's high C. Ooh, okay. What flavor high C? Because different, the orange, different McDonald's orange, got orange, 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 orange lava bars. All right, I can, I can get behind it. I'm a pop and pink lemonade guy. But, yeah. All right, Josh, you're next up, man. I'm thinking I'm going to go with an In-N-Out burger, just cheeseburger, plain and simple. Oh, what the fuck? Like a double double, <laughs> yep, just double double patty with slice of cheese on top. Taco no slaw. Mm. Yeah. You have to a very important question I just asked you. Did you did, no slaw? What was that? No slaw. No, you don't no, 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 you could probably throw some Burger King chicken fingers in there. Chicken okay. fries. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the chicken fries. Yeah. yeah those yeah. are good. They're like 3% chicken and the rest just like fucking batteries. It's it just, yeah. 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 It just sawdust from the floor in a, in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Tristan, you're up. Oh, man. So the burger that I'm going to bring up, Colton's going to give me a bunch of shit for it. But it's going to be a Five Guys double bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, I don't know why you need that shit. Fuck yeah, let's do it. So That's it's good. one of those big ones. Honestly, their fries too. I love their fries. And Absolutely, they give you a yeah. ton of them. I love it, yeah. I just um, go there for the food anyway. Just give me the bag of fries and I'm leaving. I'm gone. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just give me fill the bag up and I'll leave. I'll pay you amount of money for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as for a drink, I'm a big, um, like, I love vanilla Coke. So anywhere that I can get a vanilla Coke from, like from one of those fountain things where it mixes as the Ooh. fountain soda's coming out, that's what I'm. That's what I'll drink. And isn't it for dessert? Oh, I'd probably do like. Um, oh, I love a Blizzard from Wendy's as a nice dessert, like like the Georgia Mud Fudge Brown uh, Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Oh, that'd be my go-to dessert. Okay. All right. So I, I'll take it in. This is actual answer, not not just telling you guys. I'm going to go probably Wendy's fries, Chick-fil-A, spicy chicken sandwich with pepper jack and bacon. Okay. And then I'm probably going to get a cherry vanilla Coke with light ice because I hate ice, but I need it to be just a little bit cold. Um, and then probably for my dessert, I'm, I'm probably going to head – uh, to Culver's and get their um, their um, frozen custard and do that with mm. the uh, Andy's uh, mint candy and the uh, mint uh, ice cream flavoring. Mm, that's awesome. You're the first I'm a person. mint chocolate chip dude. Well, I was going to say, you're the first person that I've ever heard that's like, yeah, give me the Andy's mint chocolate. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, I okay. fucking love you that shit. You don't just get it at an Olive Garden. You like go out of your way to buy it. Respect, man. Respect. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite ice cream. 
yeah, that's I, again. I'm not nothing against you at all. I just that's the first person I've ever heard that's like, give me the Andes mint chocolate. Yeah, well, I see all this stuff on TikTok about how if you if you say that you like this stuff, you're a serial killer or some shit. So I'll take the blame. I don't care. Sonic is ass. I don't know. Their desserts good. Okay. Oh, that so, that garlic, garlic butter cheeseburger they had for I don't know if they still had it, but they had it for a limited time. That thing was dope. I mean, it was Before super greasy changed, and terrible. Yeah, that's like. I don't know if they changed the CEO or something, but they changed a lot on their menu. I used to get their boneless chicken wings, and yes, I know that's chicken nuggets. Trust me, I'm going to lead us there, too, with the buffalo sauce and then a large chili cheese tot, and that was my go-to meal. But then they changed something with the, the boneless wings, and I just can't do it anymore. There's a good Sonic. Okay, slushies are good. I'll take the slushies. Nerd slush. Now, I I said this to Tristan earlier. Have have chain restaurants just gotten worse, or have we all just become more bougie? Both. Oh, both. Ooh, good takes. I think there's a middle ground, but yes, I definitely think they're getting worse. <laughs> what about? I, well, also, well, I also think that our generation has been spoiled with food trucks. Oh, it's so good though. Food That's trucks are bomb. Like I love going to a brewery. So Drinking a couple beers, eating out of food truck that's overpriced as all hell. Oh man, nothing beats the experience. So I don't know. That's a good question. Breweries are just bars for people who can't fight. Mm. I well, said what I said. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, it's what you well, I mean, if we all eat at fast foods for however long we've all been alive, like I feel like does it actually get worse or we're we just so used to it that see. I'm on the opposite side. I think fast food has gotten better. Mm. And you think sit-down places have gotten worse? So like all I think the chain worse, restaurants, yeah, have gotten worse. worse. The Applebee's, you the know what? Small gardens. I think it honestly <laughs> comes down to service. I think I think it it doesn't matter. Yeah, some stuff's got more expensive, but the foods have, you know, been this roller coaster. It depends on the restaurant you go to. I think it it really comes down. To if you have a good experience at the restaurant or not, I don't either. Either way, fast food or not, I think it really because if I leave because my, you know, and I get home and and I did takeout and my burgers are all wrong, Mm. like I'm gonna be pissed. It doesn't matter if the food was supposed to be good if it was right. Like I'm pissed. But if I I go to a sit, if I go to a if I go to a sit down problem and my server just does not see that I have been dry and need a broom to shove, you know, the food down my throat is because my drink hasn't been refilled in 30 minutes. Like I'm going to be pissed there too. Like I think it comes down to service. That's fair. Hmm. I respect that. I, yeah, I mean, I can see that, but also at the same time, like I just think the food's gotten shit. Like you can definitely tell a lot of that shit's microwaved. Has it always been? And we're just, now that's what the debate is. Is it has it gotten worse or we just like because because realistically, like when I was a kid, like going to Olive Garden was like it was something you did on a yeah, like that was like that was Garden, a reward like, for a good week or something. Yeah, like, and now it's just sixty dollars for some shit pasta with like way too much sauce. I mean, I hate to break it to you, it was always shit pasta. Well, I know it was, but I mean, <laughs> I feel like it wasn't as shit pasta. <laughs> No, it was always that shitty pasta. Look, even Cheyenne said it's shit. I work there. It's shit. Yeah, it's shitty pasta, man. 
It has been since we were six. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it being bougie, but I, I just think that like our expectations have risen, I think is what it is. Like, okay. the okay. like we're actually aware that it's not as good as we thought it was. Yeah, correct. I think that's a good point. Yeah. Correct. Like our expectations have just, I mean, just because we're like, well, we're excited to be out and about again. Right. Like I, I think COVID did a disservice to food industries in multiple ways, but, ba but more so <laughs> in that way where it's like, now we're get to go out. Now we're excited to eat this food. And then when we eat the food, we're like, this food is garbage. Yeah, like I don't, you know what I mean. Like that's that's hard to that's hard to. Speaking of ten dollar grilled cheese on a food truck, have you guys seen the dollar grilled cheese truck? It's a trailer, and this dude says dollar grilled cheese, and his menu is literally grilled cheese. That's enough. Like you don't need anything. It says like, don't ask me for a fucking tomato slice. Like if you give me five dollars, you're getting five grilled cheeses. Sort your own shit out. So this is this is what we need to talk about. I think it's a good business model. What is this? Hold on. This? I've seen food. We've had food competitions that I've seen locally that that are you get to sample like barbecue competitions, but it's grilled cheeses. I want to know why the fuck I went over there expecting to have 37 different damn cheeses in between slices of bread that were grilled different ways with butter or without butter. And uh, now you got bacon and fucking sausage and pork and shit on it. That's not a grilled cheese, son. That's a fucking melt. Oh, yeah. I'd get like a patty melt like that. Yeah, I'd do that too. Yeah, that's fine. I'd get that. That's it's not a grilled cheese, though. That's a were they passing? Were they calling a grilled cheese? It was a grilled cheese competition. So then at what oh. point does a grilled cheese turn into a melt? Is it the meat? Yeah, when it you start adding meat. It is only the meat. I don't know. I mean, would you I mean, consider would you consider adding like if somebody wanted a tomato on their grilled cheese, would you still consider that a grilled cheese? No. I'd consider no, them a I would consider that a tomato. That's what tomato sauce is. Why? For. You you Okay. Yeah. yeah Thank yeah. you, Jim. Yeah, tomato soup. That's what you dip your grilled cheese. It's in. simple. You don't need a tomato on it. Just get soup. Okay, but like I don't like tomato soup. Right. Well, like, I don't fine. like the taste of tomato soup. That's fine. I mean, I also don't put tomatoes on my. Then you like grilled cheese. I also cheese. don't. Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't put tomatoes on my grilled cheese, but I like grilled cheese. But if so, so if somebody was in that situation where they're like, I don't yeah. want a, to, a, a tomato soup, but I want like a, a to, I like the taste of tomato. So I want tomato on my grilled cheese. Does that become a, a tomato melt at that point, or is it still yeah. a grilled cheese? Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing that. Grilled I'll cheese, bread, butter, and cheese. Bread, butter, okay. cheese—that's grilled cheese. Anything else after Ooh. that, it's a melt. It's a Something sandwich. else that's good to put on that is instead of butter, use mayonnaise. Oh, oh yeah. Mayonnaise and banana sandwich. I'm fucking telling y'all. That's disgusting. I've tried that. Don't do it, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. So. Mm. <laughs> I, I had to calm myself down because I was about to go off this whole thing and then I re realized that I worked in uh, at Subway when they had the pimento cheese last time and I realized that pimento That's cheese is just question. cheese with fucking mayonnaise so I'm going to let that pass by the skin of its teeth as not being not a grilled cheese huh okay that's fair I don't really eat pimento cheese but I'll give it to you there's a good question from Dustin Okay. Yes, it is a definitely is a, a taco. Hot dog is a sandwich. Cereal is chowder. Um, Pop tarts are breakfast ravioli. However, you want to fucking dice it up. Okay, I agree with Colton on all of those things right there. So I, I don't need to argue anything there. Everybody else? Does everybody else agree with? Yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's a sandwich. With, I'm good with Colton. I'm, I agree with Colton on that. Well, 
I mean, a Philly cheesesteak is a sandwich, and you only cut the bread so you can open it up. So yeah, I mean, bingo. Yeah, it's bingo. just it's just an upright sandwich, not a sideways sandwich. That's fair. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. All right. Help. We'll talk about random things. Does anyone else put American cheese or any type of cheese on their sloppy joes? What yeah, the I fuck do. You say to me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> 100 percent I do. And I'll fight I'll fight anybody I, in the parking lot. I, about I, it. So, so I was at a tailgate I was at a tailgate last year and some dude was like, Yo, you want some cheese in your Joe? And I'm like, um, I've never tried yes. it before. Sure tried it. I just don't I don't eat sloppy joes. What? Sloppy joes are amazing. If it's a sloppy joe, it's just the bun and the meat. That's it. That there's no there's nothing else. I just Why? I just don't no, I, is... okay. So <laughs> I Why? guess it's Why because is it they only had... meat and bread. Mustard on I saw that Cheyenne mustard on sloppy Joe's. You what? That that's delicious oh, too. It is amazing. Trust me. Okay, Jeez, that's it? fucking amazing. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> a nice acidity to counteract the sweetness. Hold of on, there's Joe. a lot of crazy shit going on in the comments. So somebody said no, this is fucking America, which I'm guessing is the cheese and sloppy Joe thing. Then later said shredded, but only occasionally. So you do put cheese on there. <laughs> so you lie oh, first okay. of all. And then second of all, somebody asked who serves Sloppy Joe's at a tailgate. Why wouldn't you? That's so easy to make. It's a sloppy <laughs> yeah, the... tailgate, handheld food. It's Sloppy yeah, Joe. I just know it's so it's counteractive sloppy. of a tailgate. Like it's counterintuitive. Sloppy, I don't sloppy, need Joe's. sloppy Joe's potato chips. Sloppy Joe's potato chips. Get out of here. That's it's such I a cheap like... and easy meal to listen, make. Listen, okay. I feel like if you're tailgating, right? If you're that tailgating, would be good, actually. Okay. You you're putting your passion into food that you have for your team. That's what tailgating is, right? So if all you can do is a sloppy Joe, well, I mean. There are some people I'm that sorry, just do burgers. I, are you, you telling can, me a burger is a step above a sloppy Joe? It's the, the same burger. thing. Okay. Well, it's is the it, same it, thing. Okay. It depends. So is it a man which can versus a bubble burger patty, or are you actually going to sit here and make, a, I think a that's lovely the big little loosey yeah. juicy. Like, like if, if you're like, just grounding some some cheap like high fat beef and like throwing some sandwich in it, I don't want that at a fucking tailgate, especially with a 99 cent great value bun, right? But like a homemade right. sloppy Joe at a tailgate, goddamn, I probably eat seven of them shits. Yeah, you, you can make that on your tailgate. grill. You bring just bring a pot and put that, that on your that grill along with everything else. You could absolutely do that. And no, Drew, I don't have to bring a crock pot of sloppy Joe mix. I can make that on the grill, dude. Man, what are you talking are, about? We are a we are a food oh, show tonight. I love just... it. Hey, listen, I'd bring a crock pot of food to a tailgate. Okay. Don't so, what's everyone's favorite tailgate food? What's your go-to tailgate food? We'll just get that all out of the way, then. It's too cold to tailgate here. <laughs> it's too yeah, hot we don't tailgate. Let's say you're going to a cold. Well, I was going to say not here in not here in Colorado, Colton. It was 78 today, man. Yeah, it was 54 <laughs> with winds to match. <laughs> homemade buffalo wings by my fiance because the sauce that she makes is very simple but well is, hold on though now wrong. now i have a question about that alex so if people are shitting all over the sloppy joe idea how are you no drew you can't tell me gumbo and then make fun of me for bringing a crock pot of soft sloppy joe no man <laughs> and then you're gonna say gumbo <laughs> gumbo comes in a pot dude hold on hold on hold on is he is he from up there with you guys, or is he is he from He's in Louisiana? No, I don't know this person. His name's just in the comments, so I'm calling him out by name. He's in Memphis, and he's 
Yeah. Do they do gumbo in Memphis? Like, why are you not bringing? I mean, everybody makes gumbo. I mean, you can make gumbo in Cheyenne. That's not impossible. I don't. What is gumbo? What's gumbo? I've never heard of gumbo before. What? See, this is what. What? Son, you need to come. I'm from Pennsylvania. Dude, you gotta move out of Pennsylvania. Northeast Pennsylvania. We're gonna we're gonna tour the south. Central. I'm gonna show you Carolina barbecue. Then I'm gonna show you Alabama barbecue. Then I'm gonna show you Tennessee and Texas. Oh, I'm sure it's all better. Then I'm gonna show you soul food. And then we're gonna have the whole Mexican tour as well. So, like, come so on, gumbo man. is is a it's I believe it's a like a Louisiana dish mainly, right? Yeah, I guess it's, or it's a southern like a dish mainly. Dish, yeah. And so it, I mean, you can put anything in in gumbo, but usually it has like crawdads and lobster tails, or maybe oh, not necessarily, but red like sausage as well. Yeah, what? red sausage, beans, rice. What is um, this? I want some. Of and then this. in like a stew mix, so that like it's like a beef stock that you make, oh or a or a fish stock that you make, you know, out of the soaking crawdads. <coughs> and then you, and then you boil it. You bring it to like a roaring boil, and then you start putting like corn in, and you put rice in, and you put you know all like all that kind of stuff. And then you serve, you know, you ladle it out, you put it into to bowls and stuff like that, and that's you. Hey, you can no. also put it like. So you can change that into like sandwiches and stuff like that. Yeah, you got to get a roux started in order to oh. make that. That's like the mixture that it all boils in. And oh. you can also, I think you can also turn gumbos into po'boys. You ever had a po'boy? It's a oh, sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a sandwich with bread and then seafood inside. Like that's all that's in there. Yeah. And I think you can what turn is- like gumbo into that too because you just like dump it out and you could put it in there. So I'm, no, so Cole, I'm not so, doing that. So what you're I'm saying not, is no, so nobody wants your Rocky Mountain oysters, it. dude. They're fucking so, good. All right. So what you're saying is I'm missing out on like that something like that if I leave. Like, yeah. You you yeah. gotta you gotta come down south and get some food, man. Wow. That's Listen, you can go to. I, I mean, I don't want to discourage Alex's barbecue and and gumbo. But I bet you they have that in Philadelphia. You can get gumbo in Philadelphia. I've never I've never heard of it. What it tastes like. That's oh, wild. That's, that you've never heard of gumbo. I, I don't feel yeah, like going to Philly. Philly sounds like a dangerous place for me. I mean, it is. But what? I don't. I don't what are you like talking about? Shot. I don't feel like getting shot. That's insanity. You act yeah, like any fun. tourist that rolls up there just gets shot. I've lived there. I mean, I have a I have a friend that go that goes to school down in Temple, and he said there's been maybe less than ten nights where there's not a cop or a shooting happening around his area. So I mean, that's my neighborhood too. You just kind of like yeah. turn the radio up a little bit and make sure the doors. Yeah, are you, you get <laughs> used to things when you live and stuff like that. What was that, Josh? It's just crank the sound up and. Say it's fireworks. Call it a good day. Yeah, yeah. I do play that game quite a bit of like gunshots or fireworks. Mm. It's pretty fun. What about you, Nathan? You know, if you have gumbo, you like gumbo. I'm not really into that stuff. So he likes his chicken tenders. Ah, gotcha. You're not fast food person. I'm easy to please. Hey, out of boy. He's the palate is not material. Nah, here trying to pay like fifty bucks for some food. Hey, man, where are you getting fifty dollar gumbo? What the hell? No, I'm saying I'm like I'm 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 a college kid. Like I'm trying to. Where do you go to college? Oh, you need you need I, I, you go to you go to UCF. <laughs> so you got the biggest college in the country by student volume. I, I yes, think that's we correct. Do. You have got to find you somebody from Mississippi, Louisiana, or or the Louisiana Texas border, and you got to get them to make some authentic Creole food. Okay, like it's just it's just a have to. All right. Chili and cinnamon rolls, yay or nay? Yay. Chili or 
yeah, chili yeah. or cinnamon rolls or in cinnamon rolls? And chili and cinnamon rolls. Yes. I've heard it's and good. It's good. I've heard it's really good. I feel like that sounds pretty good, honestly, to be honest with you. It's it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, so I'd be speaking of Runza, they do a chili and cinnamon roll special where they'll put cinnamon rolls at the base of your bowl and then they'll pour yeah. chili over top. Mm. Yeah, that shit's good. That's interesting. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, man. if you've never had it, next time All you right. make chili, however you have your chili, beans or not, doesn't really matter. Get a thing of just even like cheap Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, bake them in the oven, have them with your chili, dunk them in the chili, eat them separate, doesn't fucking matter. Super good. They serve yep. that shit in schools here. Yeah, it's delicious. They served man. it in school for me too, and I never understood it. I hated that day at school lunch. What? That's the best kind of day of school lunch, man. That's wild. All right. So I think let's steer clear of food. We've been talking about food for a solid <laughs> hour now. And I know we're a bunch of fatties, uh, maybe not showing yet for some of us, but you know, uh, you'll get there soon. Um, what else can we talk about? What else do you guys want to talk about? We're, I mean, we're wide open tonight. You want to see her back to racing? We can do that. You, you want to talk about um, what do you guys think is the? I brought this up when Cody Powers was on. What do you think the biggest animal that you could take in a fight would be? Like I'm talking. <laughs> No I, I, hold on. I have to appreciate Alex trying to get us like back on track about like some not and off Colton, the wall crazy Colton. shit. Then Colton, like, what animal could you fight in a bare knuckle brawl? I think I think the three on the bottom have to answer because I don't think Jared was there to answer that one. I, did or maybe I, it was I am, it was Nathan. I don't know, man. Thinking. Are we I said I could take a panda as long as I get from Shoot. No way you could take I a panda, dude. Those things will rip your limbs off. My stipulation Josh. is that if I can come at it from behind, I can take a panda. No, that's like saying, hey, I could fight a bear if it was blinded and handcuffed. Like, well, yeah. Fully able, face-to-face, -face, you both know you're fighting. Nowhere to go in the octagon. No weapons. You got to take this thing down. You might not have to kill it, but you definitely got to disable it. All right? Be like, uh, what's his name? Be you like Jackie Moon with Dewey. Dewey. Well, well, you say no weapons, but like I carry a pocket knife all the time. Can I? Nope. Do I have a pocket knife? No. Nope. No, you are. Nope. A, you. Major I will barely mountain. give you clothes. All right. These are the only weapons you get. Right. Yep. Major mountain lion. That's probably the max you could actually realistically get. You're not winning against a black bear or a brown bear out here. I don't even think a mountain lion, dude. Like fuck. You could oh, yeah. Any cat is off the table, other than like a, a tabby cat. Like, uh, I, 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 fuck me up for a little while. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll fight. Oh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. This man right here says a hog. Nope. You must not know anything. I don't know. So hold on, hold on, hold on a second. You you could fight a large hog. I mean, it, we're not talking. He's not talking about a boar. Like he's not. He's not talking about something with tusks. He said a hog. You can take down. I mean, if you get low enough in a stance and you grab a hog by the by like the front legs and just roll, you'll take it down. Okay, maybe uh, if you're talking like wild boar, no, you're dead. Oh yeah, you're getting gored, and that's going to be the I'm end. Not of it. talking about like take it down. Like you gotta like damn near kill this thing. Yeah, yeah, you could do that with a hog. No. You could do that with a hog. Yeah, I think you know, like weight wise, you're talking like mountain lions, about the max you probably could go. Just a big pig. I mean, they do do pig wrestling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you could do that. You could take down a large hog. 
Maybe. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, they will with, fuck a guy up. Yeah. I'm I do go like with a goat. I wouldn't even fuck with a goat, dude. No. Well, okay, I see what Alex is going for. <laughs> if you can catch it right on its charge and grab it and yeah, throw well, it, you could do that. If it, I mean, mo- most of the not gonna bulldog a hog. So like, oh, the fucking fainting goat, just scare it. It falls over, you win. It's game over. Drew, you need to look up pig wrestling because they do that shit at like county fairs here. Like teenagers. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. get a hog, you have a barrel, lay the barrel on the side so you can go through it, and you literally take the hog and like you and four of your buddies gotta pick the thing up and put it through this barrel so it walks through the other side. Yeah. And it is just a muddy, convoluted fucking mess. And it is yeah. entertaining as all shit. It is the demo derby of fair activities. Yes. That and a tractor pole. Tractor poles are cool. Yeah, tractor poles are cool. <laughs> But anyways, uh, I would say, yeah, like, I don't, this one's tough. Like we did this work. Day. I mean, cause, cause like you couldn't even say like a, like a mongoose, right. Cause they're small, but they'd scratch the shit out of you. You yeah. die. They'd it's kill like, you. It, it's going to scratch you, but it's not going to kill you. I don't know if it catches you right. It could kill you. Yeah. And that's my big thing is like, how fucked up am I willing to get to kill an animal? Like a red panda? Maybe. Am I getting yeah, I paid thinking, to do this, or am I just no. doing this like on a dare? No, not even like, like on a no. dare. Like, I don't know what the stipulation is, but you're not. Like gonna... you're, you're walking down a trail, you you're you're face to face with this animal out of nowhere, and you know we're gardener fighting. snake. I could take a gardener snake. I'll punch the shit out of a gardener snake. Well, gardeners are fast. Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah like Cody Powers. Right Cody Powers said a sloth just because like the fucking like the speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but those talent things that they have. No, you don't cook the pig. Those those can really those can really cut you up. I mean, yeah, yeah but, but I mean, I'm trusting. They're not fast enough, enough, man. Yeah, yeah. That's so, fair, but what if you're trying to be funny and thrash it around and it's like cut you, and then you bleed out? That's on you. Though, you lost yeah. to a sloth. Fuck around, find out. You're done. Could you imagine on your headstone? It have to say "killed by a sloth." It have to. Right? That might be the first one. Yeah. I mean, if you get killed by a sloth, I'm definitely putting that on your headstone. I, I, as you should. Sure. At that point, it doesn't matter what you did. Killed by sloth, that's it. You're done. Yeah. Like, so, so let's imagine this scenario, right? Because I'm assuming that you're trying to fight a sloth, but it's got, it's got, it's got you because it's got the stealth mode going on. Because you can't find it, it just drops and just spears you in the head with its. Oh. Was was claws? That's it. That's all it's. Well, do and I think win. that's another really good question: Is are we playing in their environment or a neutral environment? Neutral. Neither of you have the upper hand. Okay. Well, then, yeah, a sloth would be like, easy to a kick sloth the shit would be out. Like, of yeah, you'd yeah. be in a forest, but no trees overhead. Oh, that's so, like. Rough. I'd cut the line. Like I'm thinking, like animals up here, like probably like a like a mule deer. I could probably take deer. A little deer bite pretty rough though. They not are. a mule deer. A mule deer's little. Those are little. Those are little yeah. deer. Yeah, and they usually don't have as long of like their their antlers usually aren't as bad. It's not yeah, like, the antlers. It's the fact that they just fucking punch you. Yeah, like I still think I could take like just like a little antelope. That's fair. Like, I could probably a take dog. I probably beat up a dog. It depends on the size because I'm not taking a German Shepherd. I'm not fighting. Oh, yeah, but I you could just I mean, not, not, to get, into the next not to get too graphic, but you could just Will Smith the the dog, you know, from the from I Am Legend, where he just chokes the dog out. 
Yeah, yeah. So if it comes at you, all you have to do is just grab it. I mean, you probably have to take a couple bites, but if you can just lock your arm around it, what's it gonna do? Like, you like that same you just punt the little dog down. Yeah, yeah, right off the, right off the, right off the bridge, huh? Like we all know, we can take a chihuahua. That that bitch is going through the field goal. We're good. Yeah, right. But we're fighting a Rottweiler. Yeah, I think it would depend on the dog. I think Hugs, I think I could take a Rottweiler. Hugs, no problem. Like a golden retriever, yeah, I could take that one. Like a Saint Bernard, not touching it. Rottweiler, I wouldn't take a pit bull. I wouldn't fight a pit bull. I wouldn't fight a pit bull. I've owned pit bulls and Rottweilers. I would not fuck with either of them. Yeah, you just have to not get bit. The goal is to not get bit. If you can avoid like that Pretty first good. initial lunge bite, you're in the clear. But if they yeah, latch on, you're losing. Look at all the guys who run from German Shepherd. For most small mammals, you've got that though. Like if you can get them around the throat and just cut off their circulation, you won. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We have opposable thumbs. Well, yeah, that's why we have thumbs. Yeah, so do chimps. I wouldn't want to fight one of those. Oh fuck, chimp! We're not fighting. Yeah, could you imagine just trying to fight like a chimp? Like just a break, like a small chimp. Oh, they'd claw your eyeballs out, man. Any yeah. monkey. They don't go They rip your balls off and then go yeah. for the face. They're like That's little people exactly. with like 10 times the strength. They know what hurts you. Like, yeah. just like a dog, like aimlessly biting. Like they know, like pulling hair, like gouging eyes, like fucking trying to grab teeth. Like, oh, yeah, crunching your skull. Yeah, that'd be no thanks, man. Uh, any monkey. Like even like, 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 like face ripped uh, off, like what, 15 feet <laughs> yeah. off yeah, the lady who owned a chimp had her face ripped off. <laughs> she didn't own it. It was her friend who owned it. Christopher Bell just won Bridgeport. Fuck yeah, he's it. probably the biggest job, Christopher, Christopher Bell, Bell fan Bell. there is. Is like, that I a good really thing? Bell fan in my life. Seabell's going to be in uh, Bloomsburg, PA tomorrow. Hell yeah. Oh, Are we all in favor of Bell here at the podcast? Yeah, he's alright. I, uh, I got a picture with Christopher Bell last year when he ran at Lanterville. I met him in 20, oh, 2018, oh. I believe. Oh yeah. no, that's got that's a crusher. Yeah, that's almost like Alec Bowman winning his race. All luck. That's rough. That was the biggest roller coaster of tonight, man. Yeah, I don't know. Our conversation about fast food was kind of a roller coaster, sort of. I was crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's I big. I got another roller coaster. I found it. I got homework due at eleven o'clock, so I got to get oh, off here soon. My God, you probably oh, you probably, yeah. you probably, like, I, probably should do that college boy. Yeah, I should oh, probably just, do that in a few minutes. Get an extension, man. That's what I would do. Just Dude, I can't get an extension, extension, man. There's like two weeks left in the course, man. Just, just say, oh. you had a pod- say you had a podcast you had to do. Say you had explosive <laughs> diarrhea. There's no way that they won't let you do it for explosive diarrhea. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull this up. <laughs> yeah, and if they say anything, you want to see it? Like... <laughs> yeah. Where is it? I uh, I shit my pants at work one time last year. <laughs> on on- <laughs> Absolute gold segue. No. That was a beautiful segue. Purpose or accidental? <laughs> accidental. So like I meant <laughs> he's trying to leave work, so he just shit himself. <laughs> no, like it was like so I get in early, right? Like five a.m. And so halfway through my shift is nine. And so <laughs> like I was, it was about nine a.m. Breakfast time, right? And uh, get out of the break room. I had one of those El Monterey breakfast burritos, and like thirty minutes later, I'm like, oh, I kind of got some gas and shit my pants on my forklift. And had to oh Seabell. And I had to do like the awkward walk up. Like, first off, the cleaning lady had just marked off the bathrooms. And I like looked her dead in the eye. I was like, I have to do like this is an emergency. You have to let me in there. She's like, okay. And I was in there for like 15 minutes before I realized like it is not this is not something I can handle here. And so like did like the awkward like 
little like waddle up to my boss's desk. And I just looked at him. I was like, John, I have to go home. And he's like, hurry up. He's like typing on his fucking keyboard. <laughs> Come back 30 minutes later. Fucking no lunch that day. New pants. Didn't have any clean jeans. Ah, it sucked. That's one of the one of the rules I live by in my life is never trust a fart. Yeah, never. Well, I, so, like, time. Yeah. I have IBS, and so like I understand, like I'm gonna have some slip ups here and there, and uh, like I try to at least limit myself to like two pants shits a year, and like I <laughs> hit that limit early last year. <laughs> really, that was early last year. Yeah, like hit it or like. March hit my limit. That's amazing. All right. Well, this conversation has taken a while. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Um, so I don't know what to say about that. I don't want to go into detail, but I could on this subject. I'm not going to. <laughs> Hold on. Read that. Hold. Read that comment. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yeah, there's the pillows too. You can't pull the pillows. Yeah, I was sick one time, sitting on the the couch, like just in my underwear, and uh, was sitting on a couch pillow, ruined the couch pillow. First of all, maniac for just sitting in your underwear on the couch. Yeah, I was sick. It was early in the morning. It was summertime, hot. My house has no AC. Meh. Um, Wild. Yeah. Yeah. And so Cheyenne comes home from work and, like, there's just a grocery bag with a couch pillow in it. <laughs> Absolutely wild. <laughs> so I guess if we're, if, 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 if Colton's going to go down that road, I guess I can go down mine. I was getting ready to race a 300-mile iRacing event, and it was during practice, and I had to skip qualifying because I sneezed. <laughs> and it came oh. out of my underwear onto the seat. God <laughs> damn. Wow, we're getting real deep into this. It's oh, so over here. I'll just pull oh. the question up, clean it, and, and run back, and I've raced I in. just had Tony life. Stewart. Absolute glorious comment. Yeah. Yeah, and then I went on to finish second. I almost won. So, I mean, it was worth it. I almost pulled the Tony Seward off. Yeah. Mark Jackson had to take a dump in the middle of his game, and he came back and won. So, it happens to the best of us. (laughs) I do like that Tristan knows Tony Stewart for the the Watkins Glen shit his pants with 30 to go. So, I know Tony Stewart's cousin Aaron worked at Home Depot, and that was their their racer. That was their guy when he worked there. That's the only reason why I know who that is. All it's right. Well, this has been a shit show of a of a show literally, tonight. Literally, literally. So it is. Hopefully, it is nine. We didn't stink up the show tonight. It is. <laughs> it's nine thirty. Nathan has to go do some homework. So anything that you need to get off your chest or out of your system, as we have just now. Nice. Oh, that's rich for me. I thought it was rich for everyone here. Uh, no, not really. I think we uh, cover some interesting topics today. Some stuff I definitely didn't expect to get to. So, um, right. I learn something new every day. That's probably so. My uh, this is something that we want to keep doing. Wide open fan fuel. Uh, does not matter what we talk about. Obviously, that is that is it. Um, these are just going to be days where we just hang out, and meet new people. But I want to thank Josh and Tristan for coming on. We've had a, a hell of a conversation tonight, and. Uh, you know what, guys? I know uh, we didn't talk much NASCAR, but thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, thanks for having nice, me. I appreciate nice, it. Nice meeting you guys. If you have Twitter, follow mm-hmm. me on. Follow me on that. Yeah, and uh, so uh, with that, I guess um, if you guys want to continue the conversation, we can. Um, but I just wanted to take a pause for that. Please 
uh, next time we do this, we'll we'll have some more content coming out so that you know what's going to happen. Um, and we will be doing this uh, a little bit more. We've got some stuff to talk about um, in the next coming weeks coming up. We are going to hit our Tony Stewart show first and foremost, um, I think, uh, in the next week or two. Uh, and then we'll be hitting some other stuff. We've got a couple fan spotlights coming. Other than that, uh, Josh, Tristan, you guys want to plug anything before we head off? Oh, I wish I had something to plug. No, I don't got anything. <laughs> Nothing? All right. No. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, and, uh, again, thank you guys for coming on. We're going to cap the show at, at two hours tonight. Um, just do know that we have room for ten people, so we could have four more. We could have made this shit show a lot bigger. So uh, we'll look to do that next time. And thanks for everyone watching. Uh, as always, you can follow us at FanField MSM, capital F, capital F, capital MSM on all of our social media platforms. Uh, you can check us out at FanFieldMotorsports.com. And um, other than that, I guess we'll send this off and uh, you guys all have a good night. We'll see you next week. Thanks again. Have a good one. All right. Bye, guys.